The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John. That man is called Brady. There's one named Brett and another in the back called Big Dick Toledo. That's the show. There. I've introduced them all without confusion. <laughs> it's not Brett Big I Dick I understand that. I know. I had to be very careful. I'm making a new approach to that entire operation there so don't speed through and make everybody think brett has a big dick <laughs> which i was, wouldn't be in radio no, if that no, was the case god no you I'd wouldn't be a why, why would you ever even considered with one of those things you walking around with a hog and you're on a roof putting in tile what's wrong with you you got a huge dick you use it it's the 90s for god's sakes you get on the internet and you start working that Damn thing right all you should be hearing is bling bling that's it. <laughs> just a bunch of dinging, and you just standing there looking at it. It's maybe smacking the end of it every once in a while. I don't understand that <laughs> moral clause in your own brain to say, why not get paid for this? Uh, it's Brady was playing something, and I saw something else just seconds later. Uh, it's just so weird. you you got to get what you can get now uh, with whatever it is you can do well. Stop trying to search for your dream. Stop trying to have a passion. Stop. Just find something you're you're excellent at. Uh, like morals be damned, except for don't rob people. That's the only thing, and just do it. Because watching uh, the the Matrix thing Brady showed me, I saw a deep fake of another uh, guy who took. I, I got to find the video. He took uh, old R and B singers and did a collaboration with them. Yeah, get this thing. Did a collab <coughs> collaboration with them through the uh, the AI. Where it took their actual sounds, like it, it. He wrote a song, the AI wrote the song, and then said, "Sing it as uh, I want Stevie Wonder, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want the Isley Brothers, I want this, and I want them all to sing on these on this thing." And it did it, and it sounds exactly like the people that it's supposed to sound like. And it's not one of those things like they did when Roger Ebert got his jaw taken out, and you know they just they clipped together every word he's ever said. Yeah, and that then, was old school. That's nah, way old. This is just actually made up out of thin air. Uh, it's not clipping old Stevie Wonder songs. It's not taking lines. It's just it they can recreate the it voice, can recreate right? the human sound experience of these people. And then Brady played this this morning. I saw this last yeah, night. I meant to meant to hang on to it, and I didn't. But the guy's like, "Look how easy this is." Remember Diplo a couple weeks ago uh, told AI to write an intro for his rave in the sound and style of Eminem. And it was Eminem. And Eminem called and said, hey, I never did that. And he goes, I know. I'm never going to play it again. I just wanted to prove that it could be done. And so, you know, my my uh, my ability to do uh, any sort of impression or anything, like, it's over. That's done. That's That's been swiped away. Because now the Internet goons who uh, have no gatekeeper for talent will act like they're doing. Remember the girl that was lip syncing Donald Trump and they called her an impressionist? Yes. 
and she got tours and a Netflix special and all Sarah sorts of. Or and I don't care. Yeah. Don't even give her credit. She's a talentless knob. And then, uh, uh, you know, and now you got people who will go on and like have AI write, you know, as you know, Wilford Brimley. This is I don't know how far along is it, right? Well, the you Wilford Brimley comes forward. in at a minute six, but you can hear a little taste at the beginning yeah. and then go to the minute. It's minute mark. Let's kick it. We don't need. Yeah, it's basically they took the Matrix movie. Maybe. You thought it. I'm thinking at first, oh, they're just clipping in words. No. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. It's all the people from The Matrix. And it's their voices. Holding me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. And go to the Wilford Brimley part just because it's too hard to understand. It's not. Right there. It's not. This is amazing. This is. Now that the party is jumping. With the bass kicked in and the Vegas are pumping. Quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Burning them if you ain't quick and nimble. I go crazy when I hear a cymbal and a hi-hat with a souped-up tempo. I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Rolling. Sitting in the commercial eating his Quaker Oats. But it's not... That's nothing he's ever said before. The computer did that in a perfect Wilford Brimley voice. Pursuing to the next stop. Busted a left and I'm heading to the next block. The block was dead, yo. So I continued... So we're all going to get fooled soon. So if you've got a big dick, use it now because... Pretty soon, AI is just going to make whatever you do useless. They've, they've already said that bankers are done, uh, lawyers are done, uh, doctors are going to start going away. Why Why in the world? And you're going to get fooled. We were talking about this yesterday at Tactical Black. If You think WebMD was bad before? Yeah. And, you know, everybody's, I want to embrace AI, but I know we are human beings and we will abuse it to this level. Now that you can fool people that easily... I mean, to, to be anybody you want to be, and it's precision. The computer can't tell the difference between the real person and the computer-generated version of Wilford Brimley in his voice. It can't tell. It doesn't know. You can't register that to the human ear. It's Whopper. It's Skynet. It's all, all of bundled it. up. It's, yeah, it's all of it jammed together. It's, it's Sci-fi's never been wrong. It's uh, Yeah, it's the Space Odyssey. It's, what is that, 2021 or 2001? Yeah, 2001. It's all crazy. I remember I, I talk about this all the time, but that ASU study they did when they tried to get voice recognition software, and they asked Frank and I to go down and do a bunch of voices for to see if we could unlock certain things. So they made the voice recognition Morgan Freeman, and they played something Morgan Freeman actually did, and then Frank and I did our our damnedest. It wasn't funny at all. It wasn't an attempt to be like a character. Uh, we did the voices. I, I I think I don't even Frank did them on the, uh, there. He might have done them at his house, but I did them. As I listened to a line by Morgan Freeman, I would reread that line by Morgan Freeman, almost to try to be pinpoint exact to what I just heard. Same with Regis Philbin. It wasn't for fun. It wasn't for anything else. I was really focused and honed in. And uh, the Regis Philbin one had some moments. The Morgan Freeman one had a couple lines. But for the most part, the voice recognition was like not the same. And it was just slight. When you saw the readout on the screen, you could see the difference between when I would, uh, like little grumble noises, like tiny little uh, uh, that kind of sound was different. And than it would I pick did. it up. Oh, picked it up immediately because it's it was so precision to it's what its original original voice was. So if I was trying to do you know if like you did your thing and I'm like all right I'm going to knock Brady's out completely, and then try to do it would be like nope this is what it was programmed to be and adheres everything grumbles little little rhythms. I wonder what happens you know that's like, dead too that's over. It's an aside, but like if uh, if it was if Morgan had a you know, a locking device to his voice, and he comes in and does the voice, but he's got a cold that day. 
Right. What if that changes something? That up? Well, yeah. Uh, well, this uh, evidently was all about readout. So my the difference in just the slightest amount of my again it was a noise I would make that you couldn't even hear like a human noise. If I started with a well, you know that was, it, my would be a little the, different. My, my little in the beginning yeah. starts in a different spot on the th- so it was that precise. And now that's over because a computer can re- recreate his voice and and two at it's insane. So again, like Brett said, you got a big dick. Go out there and show it on the internet because yeah, that's right. basically all we as human beings are going to have well, left. AI's taking that over too. Oh, as well. oh, it's, <laughs> look, it, it's all going away. <laughs> but for now, you know, you got one. We're dead. They throw it. Out. Oh yeah, we're done. We're yeah. just we're going to be its slave, and that's fine. Just to embrace the fact that it's got us. But that kind of stuff's scary because I mean, look, look to your left, or if you got somebody in the car right now driving or. You, you got a passenger. Just look at him and just realize this is a dumb person. Like majority of people out there, what is it? What'd you say? Ninety percent of people have are pretty stupid and and gullible. The internet can fool everybody into thinking they need to storm the capital. The, the internet can fool everybody into thinking that Russia's going to do this and China's going to do that, and your TikTok videos are real and all. The, the second it's used for evil, which I don't even think it's been done yet, it's over. Like terrorists get a hold of this kind of thing. That's a matter of time. You want to get framed? Watch out. It, it's like the bad guys can use this for, it's mostly for bad guys. Great inventions always are. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's time for you big dick people to wander around there and use that thing constantly. I don't know why you're not. So go home today, put it up against your cell phone. If it's more than two inches past the end of your cell phone, whatever job you're doing is stupid and it's about to get taken over anyway. Yeah, I don't know, because right now you can you can do anything. So long as you can get a recording of somebody's voice for like a minute, you can make them say whatever you want. If you can get somebody sing, we can recreate. That's the other thing. You can recreate like Chris Cornell just played. He can write new songs for Soundgarden if you want. Let the AI. Then let the AI sing it and then go back as a producer and kind of tweak it to where you think, all right, Cornell would probably have taken this one to another level. So let's 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 tell AI, you know. I don't know how you would do it. And the producer would say, let's really go after this last bit, you know, go into the high end. And you could just make it do it. So we'll have songs from Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra. I'll be right. singing with Miley Cyrus and oh. it'll be perfect. You heard me. Well, it wouldn't Taylor perfect, Swift will have them up on stage. and New comedy from Don Rickles. Yeah, new co- yeah maybe Don Rickles will write some new. Uh, Not and, in this world. And then they'll get canceled. I know. <laughs> yeah, I we'll say. cancel the AI Don Rickles. Man, they put one up the other day. So you, you, funny. It, it, it to me the comedy ages well, but the words don't. Uh, I've seen Don Rickles in the last year as far as like old clips and stuff. I went into a, a hole deep of Don Rickles on Carson and all the all of his appearances. Dean Martin Rose, oh, and everything. which one Rose. are you, sir? Chinese Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't yeah, care about that one. at all. And he would take his fingers and pull his eyes apart when he was talking to an Asian guy, and you're just dying laughing, going, "My God, his kids shouldn't have jobs." <laughs> But yeah, you can't. It, it, the the funny is still there, but there's no pot. Could you imagine if a guy decided to try that on stage now? Great, he'd sell out arena after arena, and because nobody's that really stuck to the idea of wokeism, he just get got can- the balls to do it. Though he'd get canceled by TMZ. You don't. There's no money in it. You'd, nobody. Nobody's allowed to pay you for what we all like. So take your big giant dicks. That's the one right now. AI can't compete with that. They can show pictures of it, but you need to you need to do something with that. It's horrifying and also exciting because God knows what can happen next. We, uh, this this stuff started in November. 
Think of the think of the advances from ChatGPT and OpenAI since November. Since they're like, hey guys, here you go, public. Something we've been working on. Look like, cool. We'll never write another. No kid in school is ever going to write another paper. And we all have the same brain now. Like I say, everybody's stupid because we all have you know. Because left to our own devices, we're stupid. But now we're all holding the exact same brain. We we're all left have, to our own device. Yeah, we're left to our own device. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got our own thing in our hands. So the battle is now equal as far as what you know and when you know it. It's just how fast you can type. That's basically it. It's crazy. But the, yeah, the thing I saw was Stevie Wonder singing a new song. And I'm like, I don't know that this is great. And the guy's not allowed to do anything with it because it can't be... Because Stevie Wonder still has an estate, and he's alive, for God's sakes. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, so, I mean, he still has, like, permission rights and trademarks and things like that to where you can't just release it. But he just did a little example on a little clip I saw of, like, here, I can make Stevie Wonder sing this if you want. My Jerry Amore. <laughs> My Jerry Amore? Who the hell is Jerry? <laughs> he wrote his own song. <laughs> he's singing the Change it up to Jerry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Mon Chéri. I know. It's French Brady. No, but I'm saying Jerry made the song. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, he's writing AI. it to himself. Yeah. We didn't know the character in your brain was named Jerry. We just thought you didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> anyway, and I'm thinking maybe that was the fact. Like, Jerry just showed up at the last minute. Yeah, but it was creepy. So, you can do that. This radio show. Why in the world would I do this? The day that they come up with the uh, thing that says, uh, all right, these are the voices you need. Uh, talk about farts. Give me four hours of fart talk, and boom, there's a whole show in there. One of these days, we'll chat GPT the entire show. That, that'll that be a fun thing. Just write an opening of the radio show. But it doesn't know us yet. Once, because it's going to get to know everything. Eventually, it's like it'll listen to you for an hour and go, got it. It's like the it's the greatest impressionist of all time. It's like, what are you doing here? Oh, I can do all four voices perfectly. Watch this. Trip sitting there right now going, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, don't think he's not on the hot seat. Do you think, well, the only thing, uh, the only thing that, uh, that his job is safe is uh, hobnobbing on the golf course. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't replace that on Chad GPT. What if I took you golfing? Hmm? Hmm? Can a computer do that? That's the only, that's, GMs can still hang on, you know, bosses can still have lunches and Hobnob, but yeah, if I was a if I was Trip, I'd be looking at KDKB. I'd be like, AI does everything, only funny and entertaining. Okay, get rid of Izzy and Mo, and <laughs> the whole show's gone, the whole thing's gone. But yeah, it's pretty amazing. And the Wilford Brimley thing coming up this morning, I'm like, this is like it's cute at first until it's you know until it's not until it's the president yeah. saying, remember when everybody lost? A, I don't know if you will, but in the 80s when. Uh, Reagan was about to give that radio speech and didn't know the mics were hot and said, uh, we've commenced, we've launched nuclear weapons against Russia. Like, just to test the mic as a goof. And it went out on the air. Ah, that was it. We're done. Remember War of the Worlds? <laughs> they, I mean, freaked people Here's out. the thing about War of the Worlds. It wasn't trying to fool anyone. They said, said before, at the it's a of the play. You guys are listening to a play. The world went nuts. This is designed to try to fool people. The uh, uh, And don't think they haven't used War of the Worlds type stuff since they've realized, wow, these people are stupid. We can tell them anything we want, how we want. That's called Fox News and CNN now. I don't start it's that. Their war. Yeah, I told it's, you it's that Fauci guy. <laughs> I told you. Well, now you got Fauci. See? You can fake it. 
Who knows if he's even real? And do you think this is the first time? I mean, that you know, we we're getting the Chat GPT. Yeah. Do you think it's been out for a while? That oh, probably. Like That's yeah. what I The deep too. fakes been out. Remember the deep fakes when they they used to take like scenes from movies, and then you could put Jim Carrey in The Shining. And, it, and you'd have a hard time for a second, like, yeah. wow, this doesn't look right. But that, that was taking something that existed, and then face, they could change the face. But the voice would, wasn't perfect. Now yet. let's just have the uh, general public get this one. Right. If you ever watch a story about how uh, moving pictures, because I always compare this to that. Uh, when you first showed someone a moving picture... And I don't know what year that was, early 1900s, I'm guessing, but the first, maybe late 1800s. The first time you said, watch this. You were a demon. The world they was got, coming they to an end. They ran out of the theater. Well, that was the thing. When they first projected a moving picture on a wall, people thought giants were walking towards them on the wall. Again, not freaked they, out. They told everybody, guys, this is really cool. This is But they didn't know that it wasn't real people coming to life. They didn't understand what the hell was going on. All of a sudden, the building had giants on it, and they're walking around. And, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know. They were dumb. Then we're that we're that dumb now. Although we're being introduced to new technology with the idea of saying, "Guys, it's here to fool you." The only difference between the moving picture and everything else is this is one that's saying, "Oh, it's here to fool you." Like we're being introduced to AI to say this can make it seem like you did something you didn't do. It's it's already nefarious. It's already a lie built into a lie. The the South Park episode they did last week about how. Uh, you never have to uh, actually answer a text again. You can just copy it, put it in, and have the chat GPT answer. To, I've been doing it. It's phenomenal. It, you, I've, I didn't read a text. Just hit a copy, put it in the, the AI thing, and say respond. And it responds perfectly and uh, like nuance. And then you hit copy again and paste it and put it back onto that thing. And it, you're responding to this person's text. Uh, and I did it because South Park did that. And it, it's a perfect episode of like a, a wife is bitching to her husband and he puts it in there and then it responds back the way she'd always wanted to hear you talk forever. I did one. Uh, Megan uh, rolled her ankle the other day in the house and I was standing behind her and I saw her do it. Oh, God damn it. It rolled my ankle. And uh, I, I email or I text over through chat GPT. I didn't write this. You'd know immediately. It says, I wanted to take a moment to express how grateful and relieved I am that your ankle's okay after you twisted it. When I saw you in pain, it worried me, and I felt helpless not being able to do much for you. Your health and well-being are so important to me, and I'm grateful that you're recovering well. I hope you continue to take care of yourself and give your body the rest it needs, and thank you for being so strong and resilient. Your positivity and determination inspire me every day. Chad hasn't figured you yet. All yet. I know, it doesn't know who I am yet. It doesn't know that I would have texted. <laughs> I saw that. The, uh, uh, but I mean, tell me what woman, after she rolls her ankle, oh God, I'm in peril. And she's in some, she gets a text like that, uh, like 25 minutes later. Not who knowing Chad. You? Oh my God, that was the most amazing thing. Because that's really what they want from us. But the thing is, I left, uh, I left on the top, uh, it's in parentheses. It says, uh, dear wife's name. <laughs> and I, didn't I didn't change that. I mean, come on. I wanted that. It's hilarious. But if you use ChatGPT, and all I typed in was, uh, write a note to my wife who just rolled her ankle that I'm glad she's okay. That's what it wrote. It's amazing. Love letters? Pfft, we never have to try again. I love this thing. 
But I also am afraid that eventually it's Biden's like- going to be on TV and we won't know it's not him threatening uh, China. Or with the presidential election coming up, you know, that October surprise that used to be gotcha, we got him saying this on tape. Or we just caught this dude doing something. I just make it up. Stormy, over here. <laughs> right, right. Now there's sex tapes available. We're going to see Donald Trump getting pissed on. Right there in the mouth. Get it in my gob. <laughs> you know and I know I love a golden shower from a prostitute that costs about three seventy-five. Three seventy-five, dollars That's not bad. Yeah, we'll have all those in a... And then Biden, we'll see Biden, you know, getting p- pissed on. We'll see all the uh, it, all see the Biden tapes. actually walking upstairs without falling all over right. himself. You think these people with or a, tumbling multiple flights? That's, that's true. Too. There's so much money. Well, yeah, but that's something you can trace back. Like he'd be hurt. <laughs> I didn't do it, man. It's not me. Come on, come on. I didn't fall downstairs. But the uh, you'll see it. Like there's so much money involved that people will be like, we can. I'll just make up a video. I've got something. And we'll, we'll we'll bury this guy. It'll be entertaining until it's not. So, again, back to what Brett said. You got one of them big wangs and you're driving around in a, in a 97 Accord going to work this morning. What is wrong with you? OnlyFans exists for you. Now, go beat that thing for gays and take your cha-ching cha-chings all day long. If gays wanted to see me whacking off, you think you'd be waking up at 4 in the morning every day? No. <laughs> every day about noon, I'd tug one out. I'd, I'd, I'd act twinky and I'd be done with my afternoon. Tell you here, it's just... It would be like binary code just flying into my bank account. See you guys at five. Mm, Tommy bottles. And then I'd reach down and I'd eat some and then I'd get, they'd go crazy. Listen to Altez. Ooh. Mmm. Lick it off your fingers. You got it, queers. (laughs) Subscribe now. (laughs) Back again in five. Oh. I have a mouthful of frosting every five hours, and I wouldn't care. You can't take that job. <laughs> but unfortunately, my physique, my face, my penis, my abilities, no one wants to watch that. That is a private act for a reason. It's gross. I, wouldn't, I would starve to death. I would, be, I would be forced to eat my own just to keep food in my system. But, yeah, if you got a big one, I don't know what you're waiting for. Remember yesterday when I said Jimmy Garoppolo was going to have too much sex? Oh, yeah. Saw that. Did you see the thing that happened? Two incredibly hot hookers offered him free sex for life in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm telling you, being in that town when Jimmy Garoppolo signed, you could feel it. The whole whole town changed. It was weird. The news girls were like, oh. They were ready to pounce. Everybody wanted a piece of this guy. Something about Jimmy G melts a, melts a woman, and now they're offering him free sex. Raider fans, your your season's already over. They see it as a business bonus because as used by Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they're not stupid. They're going to, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo was here. Is that here. Jimmy G's girl? But, uh, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is, uh, this, I, I knew it was going to be offered to him the way the city reacted when at his press conference. And now hookers, free sex for life between a girl named Caitlin Bell and Alice Little. Caitlin Bell's got a body on her. Oh, you're looking, yeah. Did you see the pictures? The Go to that part. All right. Yeah, there's a, like, Caitlin Bell lady is a. Hold the place. She's got, she's a model. She's got some, oh, she's, she's something that Jimmy's, Jimmy's interested in. Because I've seen those dinners when Jimmy went out with the porn star. 
And he likes the big cans, does the Jimmy. And uh, this Caitlin Bell lady's got him. The other one, Alice Little, is kind of the girl next door. She's tiny. But, you know, it's no questions asked kind of girl next door sex. Yeah, just keep clicking to the right on her. Because she's got some big cans. <laughs> and yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy G's got to make a run at this, right? He's got to. Oh, yeah. He, like, they, they're on TMZ saying, hey, you want free sex, Jimmy? For life. This is going to, and this is the public offerings. Think of what's going on that we don't know about for this guy. Raider fans, make plans every Sunday uh, from September to December because you are going nowhere. He gets hurt a lot, but now he's not going to have anything in the tanks. That's pretty good for a a Vegas whore. <laughs> uh, he's going to be going for blood transfusions every oh, Monday night. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> Whatever kind of diseases he carries around. Yeah, I mean, that's... Come on. Hey! What guy's, what guy's going to not try that out? It's on TMZ, and a girl's like, Free sex for life for you and you only, Brett. I'm, like, I'm going to make her... I got to try this. I got to... Yeah, the other one's kind of. She's the girl you want, next you door. You want the teacher? Yeah, yeah she's kind of. Yeah, she can play the role. I think she's got. She's got whore eyes, though. She's got those eyes that would make you feel like she's a lunatic. Yeah, she's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that oh <bananas>. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing with age how you see that in yeah. just a photograph. Oh God, oh she's insane. Watch out, Jimmy. Makes you makes you realize how your dad was like. Uh oh, you realize what you're dating here, right, Dad? Jenny's you really don't know her. Jenny's sweet. You don't know. She's a whore, son. I can see it in her eyes. <laughs> A good dad will let you know you've got a whore in the house. She seems nice. I understand what's going on. Be careful. You didn't say that about my last girlfriend. <clears throat> she wasn't a whore, son. <laughs> wonder how many dads told uh, my sister's boyfriends that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they invite my sister over to dinner and stuff. Yeah, well, she seems nice, but uh, let me tell you something, son. She's not. I've met her family. Her brother's a real kind of doof. Yeah, I think she's a whore, boy. Said in Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you say that. <laughs> That'd have been tough because those Sunday dinners, they might not have met her. So many people. Over. That's true. Oh, she stood out. She's the one probably trying to have sex with you. <laughs> Which blonde? Yeah, that one. My Dios mio. <laughs> Gabriel, come here. Come here for a second. Talk to your father. No, no girlfriend. She seems nice. She's nice, Dad. I love her. Okay. You know she's a whore, right? How do you see these things so easily, Dad? It's in their eyes. Yeah, whores wear it on their sleeve. Oh, man, they, this they, one's they show up. But, I mean, those two admit it. I mean, oh, know, yeah. They're hookers. They're, they were whores to begin They're professionals. And Jimmy Garoppolo getting a public offer for free sex forever just proves what I was saying yesterday. And I sensed it in Vegas. I've, I've, like, I, it was weird. The place melted down when he was on TV. Like, the high-limit slots stopped existing. All the employees quit just to watch his press conference with no sound. And he played it up in his, you know, monochromatic suit that was unbuttoned down to the center. He's very Italian. He's olive-skinned. I mean, the guy's a stud. He's not even very good. I mean, he's good enough. He's a good player. But he's not, you know, he's not rolling in with three or four trophies under his arm. No, he's going to. He's going to walk Jimmy out. Jimmy wins, though, man. He's a winner. There's no question. Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner. But, yeah, free sex for life. What kind of world does he live in that we'll never know? <laughs> no one's ever said to Brady, uh, me and my friend want to give you free sex for life just for being in our city. 
Never. He's You're pimping never, that suit good. Look though. at that. So look he looks that. fantastic. I mean, yeah. That's what he wore. That's what that's what rolled through and made the entire city go, all right, we have How to have doing, sex everybody? with us. How you doing? Hey, you guys got gambling? Yo, I like that. Yeah, he killed it. It's never going to happen to either of us, Brady. You're never going to get offered, even in the villages, when you go in as the kid, you know? I'm the new kid in town. How are you ladies? No old woman. Sorry, Jim. I'm yeah. going to have to pass on that offer. <laughs> Me and Isabella want to give you free sex for life. Whose life? Mine or yours? Either way, it's a short-term offer. It's never going to happen to you. It's never going to happen to you. The closest thing anybody ever gets is that wedding. And that's supposed to be free sex for life, but we all know that's not true. That's a that's a that's a a bait and switch if I've ever seen one of them. So for sex with this one for only this one for life? Oh yeah, for life. Uh, okay, it sounds and ten years later you're like, what happened to that deal we made? Oh stop, go beat off in the bathroom, you're gross. Uh, I have my free sex for life deal. You you signed a bogus contract, lady. Which casino rolls the uh, nightclub first? Jimmy G's. He was he was in two of La them. Boom. He was in two of them when I was there. They're, they're probably just scouting for the rename. <laughs> Jimmy GQ's new ice. <laughs> they'll call. They have a place called Lombardi's. He doesn't even have one. They don't care. Jimmy G's. Oh. Yeah. And we had it with Cliff Kingsbury. We saw how Scottsdale can do. Vegas will lose it. <laughs> Here's what, here's what my sister <laughs> didn't know was happening. And uh, Spanish listeners, you're going to love this. But this happened every time my sister went to dinner at one of her boyfriend's houses. Uh, hey, uh, um, yeah. uh, tu novia es una puta. Uh, uh, you, you see, uh, t- tu novia es una puta. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Si, sí, si. Sí, no, sí, no, sí. no, no, no. <laughs> si. Sí. Uh, madre, mi... Uh, Tu novia es una puta. Translation, your girlfriend is a whore. <laughs> Hilarious. I think, what he, did he I say? think your dad likes did me. Did your dad say I'm nice? <laughs> he said nice things. Puta! <laughs> the dad's just helpless. I go, it's puta. Anyway, good luck to you all out there. AI's going to take over. The only thing you got left is just the bare bones now, the basics and picking up sticks. And we're, we're going, we're going to be, you know, we've invented our own God. That's a, that's an old, uh, that's an old philosophy is that you, we're part of an experiment now. It's a weird, deep philosophy. When I took philosophy, I really enjoyed that one where our quest to know why we're here leads us to build something that takes us over. And I forget uh, who the philosopher was, but it was basically like our 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 never ending uh, un, unquenchable thirst for knowledge has created a god, right? Like, yeah. Like, like uh, so many different and uh, different places have created deities, gods. Africa makes up their own. If it's a stick, a coke bottle, a snake, or whatever, um, India's got their own. We we have this this desire to figure out what it is that's overlording us, and through time. Our quest causes us to build one, and then it takes us, and then we become part of that experiment, and then that thing has the same. It's exact, like a cycle. What is our origin? Yeah. So anything with anything with a desire for an origin will create its own. It's not like a true science where you you don't have an unanswered question. You have a question you're trying to answer. You're trying to bridge the gap. 
it's, it's literally called the gap of the gods. You don't have an answer, so you just say God. Yeah. And then you fill that with what what helps you. Science came along and back said, that up. You know, we don't have the gap of the gods. We have the gap of science. So that's that's kind of what this feels a little bit like. I like AI because I want to be here when it all folds up. I don't care about humans on Earth at all. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't. Wanna, I just don't want it to hurt. If this thing all dries up tomorrow, if I got to see it, that's fantastic. Again, I go back to my grandfather, born in 1919, died in 2005 in June. One year after the White Sox World, uh, World Series win, the you Black Sox. It. Didn't get to see that. And then went the entire lifetime, and in July died, and they won it again that October. He never saw a White Sox World Champion. It's all for Grandpa. He didn't get to see anything. Nothing's for granted. The whole thing was to, to F with my grandfather. The whole lifespan, the only thing that mattered to him was, you know, White Sox. And he never got to see a thing. I don't want that kind of life where I just show up and leave. I want to be here and then watch the, the grand finale. I mean, I don't go to the fireworks and leave early. I'm there for the grand finale. I'm kind of feeling that way about Earth. I know it's, uh, you know, a bit solipsist and, uh, you know, self-serving or to think that I would be here for that. But I would like to see that. I would, and, and religious people are always the ones that get mad when I say that. They're the ones that call for the end. Oh, end times are here. End time. Okay, well, I kind of want to see that. What, what are you talking about? I'm like, why are, why are you so afraid? It's your invention. And you, you are screaming for end times. You get yeah. to go to a good place. You should want to see it too. <laughs> well, I don't want it to end. What? The whole point of your book. The ending is coming. Don't you want to see it? I'd love to see it. I'd like to they see it. They missed the point of it. Yeah, basically that the, the end horse. is coming or whatever. It's like, you know, you, so what do you do? It's like you live. You root each for day. it. You root for it. You don't want to be one of those people. Think of the people who lived from 1855 to 1907, died of some horrible illness, were sick the entire time, eating their own feces, swimming in their own poo. Uh, that's their that's their click on this planet. They didn't get to see anything good. I want to see it all burn. That would be a treat. And right now, I feel like that's kind of the path we may be on. Oh, 100%. I think every generation feels that way, though. Yeah. There's a the, little the bit of that. Thing. Yeah, like, they never had this, though. They never this had this. Seems, this is new. It seems different. This one it does feel a little different, doesn't it? <laughs> and it just does. Anyway, good luck to all of you out there. But uh, take those big wangs and start using them for cash. Morally, I can't do that. All right, you're wasting it. Give it to me, then. I'll do it. Yeah, just scraping it off like, you know, ice off a windshield. <laughs> right off my chest and into all over my face. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> if anybody wanted to watch it, you would have, I'd have an audience of millions. No one wants to see me do that. It's gross. Just disgusting. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. One you made up yesterday with your AI, your new band. You did it yourself. And it could be the best hit of all time. Uh, you give it to us, we'll scream it. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Bow, wow, wow. Alliance. I hope the band's okay. They're out there in flood country. They're over in San Carlos and some, I don't know what that, Alliance, we're rooting on you guys. Driving around in that, they keep talking about that all, floods this, floods. You see that dude that was parked in the shores of Bartlett Lake over last week? No, he's in a uh, typical. You know, just, no, no, no. He was like a normal dude, just having oh, a day really? at Bartlett okay. Lake, and the lake just decided All to go whoop, and just went up his his uh, camper. It's like an RV, 
is in the lake and it's sticking out of the top and nobody will help him get it out because they're like, we can't get in there with any equipment to pull that out. Yeah, well, wait till how, fall. What can we do? They told him to wait till fall. He goes, what's well, going to be all in tatters? I'm sorry. Oh, I thought it was some hillbilly trying to cross the no. roads again like no. normal. No, it's a normal dude that's just sitting there at the side of the lake just enjoying his afternoon. But, but you know, again. And they were talking about that, too, this morning. I heard in the news, they're like, oh, it's flash floods. It's going to be dangerous for kayakers. And a couple of... Who's kayaking today? Flipped their kayaks over the weekend. Right. Well, there's a ton of that going on, because I guess the rivers are going fast, so kayakers are trying to race it. But, like, today, like, I don't know, maybe I'm a coward. I don't look at this as kayaking day. But if you're going to kayak, be careful. Evidently, it's dangerous. <laughs> you knew that going in, isn't They were even talking on the news this morning. Uh, Ty Brenneman said that uh, there's unusually strong currents in Tempe Town Lake. I didn't even know it had currents. Thing's 15 feet long. I thought that bladder shut it down. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't the currents just bounce off the other side and become like neutralized themselves? I don't know. We'll see. It is definitely flowing down by Sky Harbor. Oh, yeah. The river's got water in it. I was flying over it the other day, and I'm like, wow, there's water in the... And it's all so green. I was riding my bike and stuff. I didn't recognize half the trails I was on. Was Had a friend uh, so do green. South Mountain hiking around there, and he's like, I've never seen so many like fields of wildflowers no, that drive, never knew existed. Drive down the 51 from the north, heading towards... Uh, I can't help but call it this. Sorry, everybody. Squaw Peak. <gasps> I know. How dare you? And it's a, I'm the, out here. The mountain is <laughs> the mountain is green. It yeah, looks like a, it looks like the east. Yeah, I know. We're all bad. It's <laughs> terrible. All right, I'll call it what it is. Whore Mountain and uh, Squaw Mountain. Is, <laughs> but Squaw Peak has it's just as green as you can get, and it's going to have yellow flowers in a few. It's going to be more than ever, and then the whole state's going to burn down because all this is going to dry up eventually, and we'll just have tinder everywhere. And then I saw somebody, uh, I was biking uh, one of the days last week I was here, and uh, I see this on the news yesterday, it reminds me of it. Some dude was off his bike. The trail is not crazy crowded, but a lot of people. And he's standing up on that thing, I'm looking, I'm like, what's he doing? He's pulling a Brady, he's got like a sandwich or something in his hand, and there's a coyote. That's pulling a Brady. Like 25, well, the coyote part is, there's 25 feet away, and the guy's... Trying to feed the coyote. Shaking whatever he's got, and it's coming off the sandwich, and, it's, and he's trying to lead the coyote to him. I'm and I'm like, the pinhead. And then, uh, you know, not uh, two days later in the news, they have a story yesterday where a guy and his family are out playing at some par- Aztec park in Scottsdale, and his, I didn't even know these things could move around, but like, I guess it's like an 18 or 19-month-old baby. I didn't know you put that on a playground. I thought those things just stayed in their box. And then uh, he's putting it out there, and then he's you know, kind of half paying attention. He had to tell the news he was all over it, but he, he clearly you weren't because he said, next thing I know, there's a coyote face-to-face with my infant. And I'm like, dude, you were asleep on a bench. There's no, no way you don't see that. A dingo has my yeah. baby. There's no such thing as next thing you know, a yeah. coyote's in my baby's face. If you were if you were paying attention, you might notice the stray dog. Because I've had coyotes run up on me in my lawn, and I thought it was a neighbor's dog until they get like 15, 20 feet away. And you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, this is one of those. And then you just act like a crazy person for a second with your arms in the air and scream and do whatever. And they look at you like, what the F's wrong with this guy? And then they, they usually turn around and side-eye you and jog away. Coyotes have a cool kind of black guy approach to trouble, you know? They, they, and then, you they know, saunter. They kind of look back like, all right. Like, they, they don't walk away the way, you know. It's true. It's a race thing. But when white people see trouble, just get it. Run. We go to the other side of the road. We we flee quickly and we 
We don't coolly walk away from stuff. You're not doing that George Jefferson strut yeah, away from Yeah, we don't it, have you know. a cool walk away yeah. from trouble. And, you know, you could almost hear the coyote going, yeah, next time, mother <laughs> try that screaming to me. <laughs> All right. And white people, are, white people don't say, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> and we're backing up and running. We're, we're good at it. Uh, we're probably, you know, it's a, it's a safety measure. But, yeah, coyotes have that same kind of thing. But So the dude's sitting there, and he's on the, he had the gall to call the news and then say, yes, there's a coyote, and it scratched my son in the face. It batted, it reached for him and hit him. Uh, coyote didn't, it just, just batted Test the killer. The what is this thing? It's a little bag of nothing. And hit him in the face and scratched him. And then the dude's on the news going, yes, I was watching my three children play. And the next thing I know. There's a coyote in my... You were asleep. I woke up. There is no way. Dad had... It was Monday afternoon. He had a day off. You're going to take these kids and give me a break. That was what was happening. Fine, I'll take him to the park. And he's sitting on a bench watching kids on swings. No grown man can watch kids on swings and stay awake. It can't happen. And you realize, uh, you find out that, you know, when you're questioning the 18-month old, you know... They don't do anything. They can scoot away pretty quick, but yeah, when Dad's can. dozing off, when you're asleep. They're yeah. gone. Yeah, of course. There he is, about you know. Please, I, 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 Brady, a hundred yards away. I'll say this: I'm not a father. <laughs> I know uh, the only time an 18 month old can scoot away from me quick is when I ain't paying attention to it. I've, I will make this claim. I would there. win every race against every 18 month old on the planet. There's not one that can go faster than me. Not one. If I lose track of an 18-month-old, it's 100% my fault. There is no way he was he's just so lightning quick, and then I didn't know. You weren't paying attention. They're like leprechauns, John. No, they're they not. They scoot away. They're like, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, half. Uh, look, if I had an 18-month-old, you'd, I'd be closing when I'm trying to sleep. All right, it's your time to shine, kid. You'll see how fast you are, because if I wake up and you're gone, A, I'm, will. I'm happy, and B, well, well, good luck out there with the wild. I hope you get raised by feral wolves. <laughs> well, you, the Jungle Book 2.0. Right, right, there he goes. I don't know. I'd be on the news going, I don't know what happened. I think the coyotes turned <laughs> feel terrible about it. I was wide awake. I'm, that dude was so asleep. And I know he'll probably have a friend listening. It's like, yeah, John was talking about you and how you don't pay attention to your kid. Look, it's not that you're a bad dad. You fell asleep. Just I had tell some the battles truth. at parks with oh, Kirby. Of course you did. Afternoon. You want to play in the swing set? Okay. Oh, it's a nice set of the picnic table. There she is on the slide. Next thing you know, you're asleep. It happens like when you're driving. You're like, was I just asleep? Drinking mostly. Yeah. <laughs> what? The, what usually wakes you is, Dad, Dad, or, ah! Those are the two <laughs> things that make a dad wake up at a park. No parent can stay away for that. But they, don't call the news. The coyote came up and it just seems like he popped out of the ground. Just tell the truth. I dozed off. I'm not going to lie to you. And then there was a coyote. That's dangerous. And that's the problem is jackasses like the guy I saw on the trail shaking a sandwich. Make coyotes walk up to babies going, what do you got? You got any food? And they smell like jelly. And, and they usually have food all over their face. Jelly and goldfish. And it's a coyote's dream come true. He's like a lick-a-stick. Just look with dogs. Yeah. They, they <laughs> yeah. love babies they walking around. They see babies on the ground. They're like, oh, that kid is lick made He is covered in powders that I love. But the dude's on the news. And he's standing in his driveway. Well, we were, And he's just lying. Just flat lying to the camera. That was... Doing really good dad stuff, being incredibly diligent. And the next thing you know, like, it's so untrue. You never, ever are shocked by a day. If you have an 18-month-old and you're doing your job, it never gets away from you. Oh, I wish they had a camera set up. Yeah. You go back and see the video, and there he is. We're just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
What happened? Or he's talking to some mom. That's the other thing that I was thinking. Oh, it's like there's probably great. a hot mom at Aztec Park, and he's like, well, you know, I took the day off because I really only have to work three days a week now that I run the office. What? Jesus Christ, there's a coyote eating my baby. <laughs> <laughs> 18-month-old speech. I want to hear from you. Hey, Brady, f*** you and your 18-month-old can scoot away. I tell you, there. I would win a race against every oh, one of them. Oh, you could be in a race. but Of course like, I could. That's the problem. You're it, going in there like, this 18-month-old can't really move. It can around. move, but I'm faster. And if I'm paying attention, I don't lose my 18 A lot 18 of times month-old. they're on their knees scooting around. You know around. what's real fast? A puppy. Like a five-month-old puppy, and they're just as dumb as an 18-month-old. And I've never lost one of those either, because if I'm taking it off the leash, I'm keeping my eye on Same with a baby. That dude was either flirting or sleeping. And I love the phrase, oh, Jesus Christ, there's a coyote eating my baby. Like immediately wake up and realize, my wife's going to kill me. That's all. He didn't care about that baby's well-being. He just thought, oh, Jesus Sheila's going to kill me. I better me. call the news. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have to, I better call the news and let her know I was on top of things. We'll get that coyote murdered. Coyote just walked up and hit your baby in the face. This is our park. If that coyote wanted your baby, it would have happened. It doesn't want to eat a baby. And what are we hunting that coyote for? We can't come down here and bother people. Yes, he can. What you're supposed to do as people is scare it off. And you probably did when you screamed, Ah, Jesus Christ! That, he, <laughs> that coyote flipped like, Well, gee, man, calm down. I wasn't going to eat that fat little baby. You seen if he was covered in Cheeto dust. <laughs> Which more than likely his fingers... We're coated in spit and goldfish dust. Ah, get a sippy Cheerios. cup. Cheerio globs Ugh. all over his chest. Yeah, no question. And he had a sippy cup of something sweet crawling in the sand, and Dad lost track Got of it. Got a Capri Sun there. If you lose track of an 18-month-old, it's because you weren't doing Sleeping. your job. You were talking to the, the lady who... I, my husband's out of town a lot. Oh, is that right? So if you need any help around the house, I'm also a hand. Well, Jesus Christ is eating my baby! There's a coyote eating your baby. Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm a good dad. <laughs> Don't you go anywhere. It's very dangerous out there. Let me drive you home, you and your child. Sure, he can call me daddy. I'm Brother B. <laughs> it's ridiculous to go on the news. That wouldn't happen on Brother B shift. And that's the other thing about it. I guarantee you that dude who lost his 18-month-old on the, on the park, <laughs> his wife made him call the news. Well, that's what your, is that your story? Yeah, I swear. The coyote, it's just got a scratch on his Coyote came up, nearly killed our baby. I saved him. I'm a hero. Well, you need to call the news. What? You got to call the news and tell him the story. I don't know if that's all that necessary, is it? Yes, <laughs> it is. If this is the story you're telling me, everyone should know it. All right, goddammit. You want to play, Bart? He, he yeah, said well, the coyote scratched the kid on the face, but the coyote got a hold of his uh, shorts and dragged him into a bush, <laughs> and it was the branch that all scratched right, his cheek. Whatever. <laughs> None of this is... Somebody's full of S. Daddy! It's the mom making the dad go, okay, this is the lie you're going to tell me while you were flirting with that new lady at the park? Let's okay. see how far you'll take Let's this. see how far you... You want to play hardball, lady? Let's go. <laughs> Gentle Three's here. You sure you want to do this? Go out in the driveway. You're not coming in. All right, I'll tell... I'm telling him my story, goddammit. I'm going to get a coyote killed today. <laughs> they had game and fish on. A kid took a swat from a coyote. Stop feeding them. Yeah, a lady in my neighborhood. So the guy's throwing his boar's head out to him the other afternoon <laughs> up on a bike. Yeah. Right. And we wonder why coyotes show up at parks. There's those things that drop food all the time. They look at us as the, the moron from Minnesota that's shaking a sandwich. And, hey, I don't have to hunt. This is great. That's all coyotes are looking for is yep. easy food. So now they're going to go kill that coyote for batting that kid's face. 
they're busy this week. Coyote, they got to shoot a cougar. They're they had a mountain lion attack. Yeah, a seventy-nine-year-old guy. No, a different one. There was two people at an Airbnb in Colorado sitting in a hot tub, and <laughs> oh, and that one. But this dude got hit. Grabbed him by his head. It was an in-ground hot tub. He and his wife are sitting there just chatting away. I think she wants him dead because she didn't notice the mountain lion until it had him by the head. And you know, their first call was to the owner of the property. Wanted uh, He's a, game a refund? Well, oh. probably wanted a little money back. Yeah, too, yeah. And it's superficial wounds. They're going to go kill that mountain lion. Control your pet, man. And we had a very troubling day at the Airbnb. when a, You didn't tell us mountain lions would eat us if we sat in the hot tub. Well, you were outside in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're an idiot. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> we're in the Colorado woods, and you were surprised by the wildlife. Right. I'd like some money back, please. So anyway, I have an uh, OnlyFans page, and I was thinking, well, Jesus Christ, that coyote's going to eat my baby. Don't go away. What kind of Airbnb? We have a lovely hot tub out by a cougar den. Right. You're going to love it. Then, of course, honey, about I had, a half mile into the woods. had to give Sheila my phone number uh, because she saw the entire attack as well. The coyote that tried to eat Justin. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the news just crossing his arms going, bitch makes me talk to the news about my coyote scratched her kid. You keep that quiet. You hear people like Brady out there, but you're going to hear the truth from me. <laughs> you lose an 18-month old scurry away real. F- you keep telling yourself that. So when you lose one, it seems reasonable. But losing an 18-month old is on you. The coyote picked it up and ran away. It's because you weren't paying attention. For the entire time, the coyote walked up to the thing. He didn't come out. He wasn't lurking or waiting for you. He had to wander around that park for a while. Coyote, attack my baby. Stop it. You weren't paying attention. And it's okay. That doesn't make you a bad father. It's the last thing you expect. But you were asleep or flirting. End of story. And your wife knows it. Which is why she put you on the news to blame the coyote as some random crazy, you know, shapeshifter that just shows up out of the blue and is face to face with your kid before you notice. Of course not. I could never do that. I never. I care about my. I love that child. I was eyeball to eyeball with the kid the entire time, and then there's some sort of chat GPT. A coyote appeared. And Were you playing Pokemon? He wasn't doing anything good. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing in his driveway with the news. Just I know, and I could see it in his eyes when he said, like, "And then that happened, and it was terrifying." I'm going to be on the couch tonight. <laughs> I was like, i got to do this with my wife. I'm furious at me for not paying attention. And one day, that's all she kept saying. One day. You, you watch him for one day and he gets attacked by a coyote. <laughs> the poor guy's got one job. He had Monday off and wife made him. I just want to nap and I want to do some things for myself. You get these kids out of here. I have them all day. It's your one day off. All right, fine. I'll take him to the park. And there's one day it gets eaten by a coyote. Been fighting for a year. Spring training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd probably call us, Brian, I can't come. Now the bitch is making me take the kids to the party. <laughs> for a year, they've been fighting for equal custody on the kid. He oh. finally gets his first day. Well, that, oh, wouldn't that be great if it was post-divorce? I didn't see that. I saw a very married guy in the driveway. Very married. If this was custody, it's a Monday. The dad wouldn't have him on a Monday. <laughs> An afternoon. Dad see him every 14 days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're getting a Monday with him. <laughs> yeah, just you, it, Brady losing 18-month-old. That's so you have you, – that's and me spilling the beans on you because I don't know how many times you had to go. <laughs> I, I, was on, I told you that. I was on the phone with Brady once, and there was a – somebody rang the doorbell. Somebody's at the door. I'm like, I know you're going to get it. <laughs> Wandered over, and it's a road worker going, is this yours? It was Kirby. 
<laughs> she got out. Well, he was on the phone with me. She's wandering the streets, and a city worker brought her home. I'd lose my kids because I wouldn't. I, I don't answer the door. So yeah. I'd be like, well, <laughs> she's in here somewhere. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, how you doing? Yep, that one's mine. And I'm on the phone. I'm like, what is it? Ah, Kirby got out. What? Kirby got out. She might have been two at the time. She wasn't very old. And then I hear stories about how when Brady was a kid from his parents wandering the streets of Upper Arlington with a diaper on. I heard that first at the drag races. That guy that came up to me goes, yeah, I lived in the same neighborhood as Brady growing up. Like, Theron no Bobbitt. Theron Bobbitt. Like, no kidding. He goes, yeah, yeah. He used to have to call his mom every once in a while because he'd just wander up to the porch. And you know what? He was like the coyotes. He'd go where people fed him. Some guy waving meat. Yeah, Theron Bobbitt's mom would give him cupcakes, and then he'd go down to the drugstore and put some things... Some guy waving meat. <laughs> yeah, some dude waving meat to try to get the little... <gasps> yeah, the little chunky baby over here. This is... <laughs> he seems to chase ham. Yeah, so I laughed at that because, you know, that poor coyote is going to get hunted now for doing nothing. In my neighborhood, I got those people that always go in the next door app and talk about coyotes were here first and... Yes, they were, but so were the Indians. I always go back to that. You wouldn't let Indians stand in your yard. You'd call. Well, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Stop with the they were here first thing. Bugs were here first, too, and I see an exterminator at your house every week, so knock it off. The coyotes were here first. It's theirs. Uh, Bulls. How much do they pay for this? I put up a pretty penny for this space. Don't they know it's our land now? (laughs) We sort of won. They were here first thing. That's a white woman move. They were here first. All right. Well, let me go get you a tribe of uh, Geronimo folks, and we're going to place them in your front yard and see how fast that argument dies. I don't want them in my yard, savages. (laughs) Right, exactly. Shut up with your argument. It's terrible. They were here first. And then you got, you know, Theron Bobbitt's company going out spraying for scorpions and bugs because you don't want them either. But they were here first, too. They were here first. How dare you, Columbus? That woman and I have been back and forth on Nextdoor app for, and it's, you know, somebody put an arrow in a coyote in my neighborhood a few years ago. I just let it sit in the front yard. And I'm like, that's terrible. Now, Now you've done something really dumb. You've wounded an animal. And he's sitting in someone's front yard. I've seen him run through my neighborhood, and the kids, like, the parents don't seem to mind. Michael Higgins there just said this. That's he's like, dude. how did he even see the coyote with those <laughs> eyes? Oh, no. That's his pissed-off face. That, you're, you're showing the dude from the TV. That's his pissed-off face, because his wife won't let him in the house until he does the news story. That isn't a divorced dad. That is a... And I can tell because he has like an AstroTurf lawn and he's not in divorced dad house. It's the trampoline with the guard railing in the <laughs> right. background. He's, he's in family house. He's not in that, you know, bachelor <laughs> arms place where he's got his kids, the Mrs. Doubtfire apartment that he has to. Yeah, they're still together. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, no question. And the pullaway shot where he's standing in front of that brand new AstroTurf front yard, that's a, a wife and husband. And My he's, God. His lie of why he had that woman's phone number in his pocket. And, uh,. Standing in this beautiful neighborhood telling the story about a coyote almost killed his kid is just getting him off the hook. And I got to give it to you, man. You followed through with your your absolute bullshit. Blaming that coyote for the terrible day when it was all your fault, sleepy flirt. No way that story's real. And I would love to be a fly on the wall. You're going to channel three. I called the news. God damn it. You want me to tell the news this? Yes. 
If it is as you say, then you wouldn't have a problem telling everybody to be very careful. The coyotes are sneaking up on babies. All right, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> the coyotes are stealth now. I don't know if you guys know that. They just show up and sneak. They want our babies. Look, Jason Perry, my, my, my wife's making me do this. Don't be a dick. Don't even run the camera. But it was pretty funny. Tonight, a hawk steals a baby. <laughs> I was minding my own business. I was paying attention, and then suddenly, and that would make sense to me. Like, you don't, you don't think a hawk's going to steal a coyote has to walk up to it. It takes some time for a coyote to maneuver up to your infant if you're not watching it. I, I, I want to see two things. I want to see how big that bench he was sleeping on was or how big those <laughs> were that lady he was talking now. to. <laughs> I don't know. They're up to her clavicle. They're brand new Scottsdale cans. That's why a guy wants to take his kids to the park. The other moms. No dad wants to do that. That's awful. On a Monday afternoon with spring training going on? <sighs> Golf? All sorts of things he wants to be doing. I just wanted to go to the park and do crafts and stuff right. at the table. I like to sit and watch the kids on the slides. You know why he's getting interviewed? He's like, I knew I should have called Dr. Lynn sooner. This is... Hey, look at that. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm going to name that coyote Dr. Lynn. Get him. There might have been some of that, too. He's like, get him. I'm not going to do a thing about it. <laughs> the coyote's getting real close to making my day a lot better. When I get home, I'm going to punch your mama yeah. right in the mouth. <laughs> look at the puppy, honey. You should get closer. Eat him. Get him. Little Dr. Lynn the Coyote. <laughs> Killing one extra seed. The accident, baby. Anyway, I don't buy your story, dude. But I understand it. I totally get it. I was at uh, uh, Tactical Black yesterday, and the news showed up to interview uh, Josh Ackerman about the lady who uh, got pushed around in the airport. Did you see that? Just walking out of the elevator, going to her car at the airport, and uh, opens the hatch to put her... Uh, the back hatch of the car to put her suitcase in, and some dude pushes her into the car and goes, you're going to die today. And Whoa. she turns around and goes, full awesome. Kicks him in the nuts a few times, just scraps back. And he's fighting with her for a little bit, and she's fighting back, and then he just ran away. Well, his glasses fell off. So they had some sort of a camera of him getting off the elevator in the glasses and then going back towards him without, and they're like, that's our guy. Because it happened right where cameras didn't catch what was going on. And so they went down to the the tactical black thing and did a interview with the you know every time somebody gets attacked and wins they're like self defense you imagine it works and like yeah it's like the whole keys like I don't know if this lady was Josh was perfect so I don't know if this lady was trained or not but that's the point you fight back nobody wants it like we were saying with a the coyote they want easy prey yeah it was great but this lady kicked somebody in the nuts and did her thing that's really all you got to do and if you get a little training on top of that. First thing, it'll, first thing in your mind is like, no, I don't want to die today, but you might. And she nutted the dude. So kudos to that woman. I think that's awesome. And it just teaches you that. Those that, parents right now should teach that 18-month-old kid to go big. <laughs> coyote nuts. Don't be easy prey. <laughs> right. Because right, 18 months, they uh, get that ability. <laughs> well, you do say they're lightning fast. They can do it. You know, they're basically like little superheroes. Every dad says that. They'll scooch away from you pretty darn quick. All right. You chuck the Cheerios that way and you run the opposite way. <laughs> a snail <laughs> runs away from me fast when I'm sleeping or flirting. So anyway. Your baby's over there, buddy. He's fine. Don't worry about it. So anyway, what do you do for a living? You know, <laughs> just a housewife? You're a kept woman? What's going, what's going on? Your baby's by a coyote. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Have you oh. tried this, Jerry? 
Raiden <laughs> not selling Jerry Brady. <laughs> she's, she's, she's in the park selling Jerry. I got a case of it in my trunk. Raiden <laughs> not selling Jerry. <laughs> How about a phone card? That's not it. He's got a nice house. In the, in, it's not for long. He's going to have half of that house pretty soon. He keeps these coyote lies up. So let me guess a coyote. Yep, again, I can't believe this keeps our, our kid must smell like raw meat. <laughs> coyote scratched him in the face. He's got to go on the news. The kid's fine, too. In the olden days, you get scratched by a wild animal as a badge of honor. They'd call the news. Who calls the news over this? I get attacked by a cat next door and like the cats have gone crazy. You don't call the news over that. That nothing happened. You're fine. Hello, pussy. Exactly. You're you're fine. That's there that more reason why I think the wife had him do it. There's no possible way anybody in their right mind calls Channel 3 to warn the world about coyotes in Phoenix by mountain preserves and act like they've they've done something. Your kid's fine. Got some scratches on him. That's, you know, life lesson. Just happened so fast. Took Did the, not. <laughs> took, <laughs> nah, he nah. took the bag of bacon, went out there, and... I had a coyote walk through my front yard, and I had time to go, somebody's dog's out, and then walk towards it. It was like, like 20 seconds. That coyote didn't... He was looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, geez, that's no dog. He just told, I could tell by the tail. Coyotes don't sneak up on you unless you're not paying attention. He's like, the coyote was in the bush, was going... Hey, goldfish. You like candy? That's the only other guy that's at the park. He's the one watching kids for the wrong reason. One of the pedophiles. What if he would have been the one? Hey, that baby I have my eyes on is getting licked by a coyote. The game and fish guy's like, he almost said it. I think this guy's lying. A coyote very rarely approach people. It takes some doing. They're trying to, because coyotes have gotten brazen. <laughs> We're so arrogant to believe the coyotes have a plan. You know what? We need to be more aggressive. <laughs> Stupid liar. Won't take much more if there's more bikers out there throwing sandwiches. <laughs> right, yeah. You keep, and that's the one thing the Game and Fish guy goes. A lot of times it's because people are trying to feed them, which is another thing that these idiots might have been doing. A Game and Fish guy kind of veiled his interview to go, hmm. Not a likely story. Coyotes really don't do that. Something else was going on. That kid was dipped in aju or something. There's no possible way that coyote just chose him. So what I'll call him BS, he was calling BS. He called BS up and down. It's a funny story. I'm sad for the kid and all, but it's rare. It's not a, not a story I've heard ever before in my life. My son was out there just sunning. <laughs> You're 18 months old. Yes. He had his little silver thing. Anyway, just let me finish my goddamn story, please. My wife is behind me, dickhead. Just nod. <laughs> Game and fish guy, shake my hug me. Give me a hug and tell me everything is going to be okay. She'll love this. <laughs> you acted so brave, sir. Go back to the car. You see the Game and fish guy gave me a big hug, said everything's going to be all right. <laughs> he said he was scared, too. He was scared, too. He actually said I was very brave. I may get a medal of honor from the city of Scottsdale. Idiot. We're going in the news. No, Jesus Christ, you're just relentless. <laughs> I can't go to the game. My wife's making me go in the news. It would have been great to see her in the background with her arms folded. Oh, she's in the window. You know yeah. she is. Yeah, she's, she's peeking the out the window. window. Mrs. Kravitz is right out the window. <laughs> just angry. Watch He's doing it. This son of a bitch will take this all the way. 
And there he is standing with Jason Berry from Channel 3. All right. Yeah, darnest thing happened. <laughs> Lavalier under his shirt. Put, all right, I'll put the mic on. Bitch is watching me through the window. I'm going to do the news. <laughs> Watch this, whore. Anyway, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I'm Jason Berry, Channel 3. This is strange. But, yeah, the Game and Fish guy was like, mm. And he even called them coyotes, which I liked. Coyotes don't do that. But mm, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. Don't feed them. And that hot lady that's standing there, just dead quiet, the Stormy Daniels of Aztec Park, just, <laughs> just standing there, not not a word out of her. I talked to that guy today at the park. She saw the news, too. Oh, my goodness. Honey, I see $1,000 drawn from the account. What's that about? <laughs> Even in the interview, the dude looked sleepy. He was oh, out yeah. like a light watching those kids. Nothing more boring than children at a park. Unless you're a petter ass. Every dad goes there thinking, I'll watch him. How long have I been out? Jesus Christ, a coyote. Idiot. He's a left-handed Dominican kid, then, you know. Oh, then you got you. You're not putting him in harm's way. You move where there's no wildlife. I can't get enough of that one, though. That one made me giggle for hours. And then the headline, Scottsdale toddler recovering after being attacked by coyote. It hit him. It's recover. You wouldn't have done this story in his driveway if the kid was that bad. Did they show how bad the kid is? I mean, no, because they, they said it was scratched. So, so, so why is this the story then? GoFundMe set up for the uh, uh, medical bills. <laughs> They've raised over twenty thousand dollars already. Yeah, he's got some superficial scratch. The GoFundMe is for his wife to get new cans so he doesn't have to go to the <laughs> right. park and look at those other <laughs> <Right>. fakes. <laughs> it's funny. He's 21 months old. I gave the kid All right. three less months. He's 21. He could be walking. It says, uh, his quote, I turned and looked about 20 feet uh, to my right, and right under the monkey bars, a coyote was face-to-face with my boy. <laughs> you weren't paying attention at all. <laughs> turned around. What were you looking at? Said a humongous can. Come on. <laughs> no, he was 20 feet from the incident. That's what I'm saying. That's still like the 21-foot roll you could have. Well, you can get to the baby for sure. Yeah. No, the coyote wasn't 20 feet away. No, I know. He was 20 feet away from the kid and the coyote. He would have noticed. It was further. Even if it was 100 feet. If you let your baby get 100 feet away, you see coyote coming. Coyote doesn't just show up like that. They don't conjure. (laughs) It's silly. I love the story, though. He thought it was one of those animals on those iron springs that you sit on. <laughs> right. He's an idiot. He's an idiot in every direction. But I love that he just he's calling his wife's bluff the whole way through. It's phenomenal. What are you going to Is this for me? Uh, yeah, it must be. I didn't. This oh, no. Me. It's a different thing. Yeah. So you got that going. And then I saw another thing in the news last night on the internet where uh, this is the kind of job I should have gotten. This is like radio's been awesome. I loved every second of it. But uh, this is what I wanted to do as a kid. Uh, scientists that do silly experiments. They're scientists eating Legos right now to see how long it takes for you to pass a Lego and how we digest them. We, A, don't. B, three days. <laughs> Your body tries to do something with it for a couple of days and just goes, forget it. And you crap out little Lego heads. And these guys are pooping and then turning around. Just like Dr. Goldtooth. Uh, and getting it. Is, uh... Yeah. And then I want to know what happens to those Legos. You just put them in the dishwasher and give them back to the kids? No, yeah, yeah. scrub them off. <laughs> They're all right. <laughs> if you get the nooks and crannies. If it's uh, one of those collectible items, you're missing that one piece. That's true. That. Well, you don't want to eat the, the high-end the Legos. Little one. No. Yeah. Well, oh, those you can't. I, I wouldn't sift through poop. Yeah, hopefully he's just eating, eating Lego general men. blocks. Lego men. 
The little people. Yeah. They're eating the Lego men. That's what they're eating. Okay. Yeah. And they just swallow Lego men heads and stuff to see how we digest Legos. And I think it's for, again, for parents to go, I'm not watching them the whole time. I don't know what you expect from me. So kids will eat Legos. And that way Lego can then say, Lego's probably paying for the whole thing to say, safe to eat. Like your kid will poop it right out. But there's scientists like, I'll eat them and we'll see how long this takes. And like, what if it just carves you up? They're yeah, taking some edges, risks. Edges on the bricks. Yeah. This is science. Little, there's not science. Uh, there's not other things to be out there no. testing. These dudes went to college eating for Legos. years. Kids got, have been eating Legos for years. Yeah, right. they're, they're trying and to they say, all live. is it good? Yeah, they lived, yeah. but is it doing any sort of damage? And how long does it take to They'll digest? get over it. It's the same thing we did with gum and pennies and things like that. You know, people, they say gum yeah. takes seven years. It takes three days. Everything takes a couple of days to digest. If you can eat it, you can digest it. Jay passed his coins in a day. Yeah, you had that <laughs> you got eating money. 55 cents, brought it to class for show and tell. <laughs> yep, pooped out some money. Decided to eat it? Yeah. Yeah, for his experiment, he spilled oh. three coins. Yeah, because he's uh, a hillbilly, that's why. Because <laughs> that's a hillbilly experiment. But when you get paid for it, it's science. We knew Lego. I mean, they're just bored. We don't know how long it would take to pass a Lego. We're scientists. Let's make it a study. So just know this, that if your kids are really, really hungry, Legos are okay. You can eat them, and they come right out. It's pretty awesome. So the world's gone mad. Wilford Brimley singing Ice Ice Baby. We got phony coyote attacks. I want that guy to call. I hope he's a listener. I hope he has a friend who's a listener, too, because it's uh, yeah, I just want to know what I just want him to call. At. And I'll just say, look, I'll keep your story quiet. If you want, to go, you want to go to the media with a coyote scratch, you come to me. This is a safe place. Just look, I fell asleep. And nobody's going to get mad at you. Every dad has fallen asleep. At the park. Every dad. I had to wake. My my dad used to give me to his boss, Jimmy Richards. When uh, Jimmy Richards was a drunk and we would, my uncle had a, the bottom of his van was lined in Stroh's cans because the rust had rusted it out. Nice. He, instead of getting it fixed, put Stroh's cans and then like somehow welded them together and fixed the holes in the bottom of his van. And he'd take me to Lemon Lake Park. I was like six. Sleep in the van. Well, I just ran around and did whatever I wanted. You never had any run-ins. With no. If I wildlife. did, if I did, I got away. And you know, it's ridiculous. We had a bear in the backyard of my grandparents' house in Pennsylvania, and my grandpa didn't even like yell for me to come in. He watched in the windows to make sure it didn't get too close. He, he wasn't asleep. He just didn't. He's not going out. There's a bear out there. And brown bear used to wander. Well, they'd call the neighbors. Well, there's a brown bear in the yard. And everybody would kind of warn everyone. Ooh. John, come in. Why? Not too fast, though. All right. Too dumb to notice. Yeah, coyote attack. Every, my, uh, Jimmy Richards was my dad's boss. And they went out of town once and left me with Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy's like, you want to go to the park, young man? Sure. sure. Just, uh, second, I secondhand smoked more that day than in my entire life combined. And my mom smoked. This dude put cigarettes Pounded down them. and drank. And he's sitting there drunk in the car, bottle of whiskey, sleep. I had to go back when I got bored at the park. I'm so tired. I got to see if Jimmy will take me home and just knock on the window. Wait, how, 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 son? How you doing? We all done here? <laughs> you still yeah, here? Yeah, we all done here. Good. Oh, I forgot I was watching you. You weren't watching me, and I know that now, but. Look like you had fun. <laughs> I look like you had a good time. You're all red and sweaty. Don't get that over my upholstery. This is a goddamn Regency Broham. 
You can get that all over. Like a sweaty boy. It smelled like an ashtray anyway. I, the scent of a smelly boy would have been nice for that car. Yeah, I don't know how many people that are supposed to watch me have fallen asleep at the park. That's what grandparents do. They sleep the whole time. You think when you drop your kids off with the grandparents, they're staying awake the entire go? Nope. Anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Wake up song time brought to you by, of course, our buddies at Action Ride Shop. And, uh, well, right now it's uh, factory Santa Cruz sale time the entire month. So if you've been thinking about picking up that new bike, now's the time to do it. Head on over to Action Ride Shop. Plus, right now, all winter clothing is 20% off. ActionRideShop.com or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Yeah. On the list, Black Sabbath, Guar, Mastodon, Cannibal Corpse, Falling in Reverse, Lamb of God, Stone Sour, Limp Biscuit, Parkway Drive, Deftones, Megadeth, ACDC's Let There Be Rock turns 46 years old today. Oh, my God. I know. Talk about being old. What? Let There Be Rock is 46? Yeah. Holy <laughs> man. I am four years older than Let There Be Rock. Mm-hmm. Great song. I looked at other songs in the, <laughs> right in uh, seventy seven. Is wow. that what you, Yeah, seventy seven. Cold as ice. Great song. Hotel California. Yeah, that adds up. I was a little kid. I I just played the crap out of the Hotel California album. Loved that thing. But boy, oh boy, ACDC is forty six. I didn't discover ACDC until like eighty one. We were so a, the Brian Johnson days. Yeah, we were a Boston Billy <laughs> Joel. That family. But, uh, boy, oh, boy. I didn't know anything about I knew I, I had heard the songs. I didn't know how great they were until I was about 10. I had no idea. So I guess that kind of is playing with me a little bit that it was I was just a baby. Those dudes still kill it live, too. Oh, yeah. You start thinking about, like, the living ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, we got to do something off of that, then. Let there be rock it is. We can do the title track. It's 46 years old. That's painful. Now, think of that. 46 years ago, Let There Be Rock came out. Do the John thing, where my brain says, what was 46 years old when that came out? And would it hold up? And you're going back to 1931. I mean, nothing. Nothing from 1931 holds up in 1977. Two years away from the birth of Torp. Yeah, your dad wasn't even 33. alive. 33. Oh, man. How about that? Put that on, that that time elapsed. Your dad was, what, 44? He, he's, he was younger than Let There Be Rock is today <laughs> when Let There Be Rock came out. You want to know a real fun one? For me, I just my friend and I do this. Wilford Brimley being younger than me in Cocoon, he's only 48, is baffling. Uh, also, he's only like 52 in The Natural. He hasn't aged a day since no. then, though. <laughs> he hasn't aged at all. <laughs> so you get those. Sally Field uh, was younger than me by five years playing Forrest Gump's mom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Suck on that for a minute. Because that was like 93. I think she was 45. So she's five years younger than me as Forrest Gump's mother. Popular song in 1931 Crazy. was uh, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, A Faded Summer Love. Great stuff. So also had another uh, big hit, Cuban Love Song. <laughs> it's going to be one of those... <laughs> they couldn't play it on the radio 40 years later because it was recorded in... Oh, uh, you got Ozzy Nelson and his orchestra had Dream a Little Dream of Me, 1931. I didn't know Ozzy Nelson had an orchestra. And Harry Roy... Are you sure it wasn't Nelson Riddle? 
Ozzie Nelson. Ozzie Nelson had an orchestra? How about Harry Rove and his Bat Boys Club? Their song, Pussy. Just dream a little dream of me with Ozzie Nelson and his orchestra. And right now you can listen for free. It's called radio. Uh, it's in a lot of homes. This is a song recorded on phonograph from Ozzie Nelson and his orchestra. Fat jokes coming soon. <laughs> I don't know when to stop talking. Uh, well, I don't think there's a poster. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Gigolo was big in 1931, too. What the? Oh, my God, I'm trapped in the 30s. <laughs> the uh, David Lee Roth version. Ted Lewis did. Oh, I see. Yeah. They can turn me at the mercantile this weekend. We're going to be shooing horses. I see Brent out at EOS Fitness in Wattown. <laughs> Here's the uh, just a gigolo version from Ted. Oh no! Come on, play. Who who's it? Who did this? Ted who? Ted Lewis. Ted, Ted Lewis. Lewis. Teddy, old Teddy Lewis. Seven twenty in the morning. I hope your commute's going well. Everybody off and running to their jobs at the factory where you make three dollars an hour, even if you're five years old. Because we haven't even passed that law yet. Ladies, it's time That's for you to make... Oh, sorry, I didn't know this guy's saying. Post. Hi, Teddy. The people know the part that I'm playing. I'm paid for every day. Jesus. I tell you this romance. Every night, what do they say? <laughs> yes, there will come a day. But there will come a day. <laughs> I know my youth will pass away. What do they say about me? When the end comes, I don't know. I was just a gigolo. Life goes on without me. It's like Archie Bunker. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Great stuff there from Ted Lewis, everyone. Just a gigolo. Of course, we're not allowed to say gigolo on the radio. That implies a guy who probably f***s too many women. Chicken and weather with Farmer John. Found out last night my wife's been Frenchified because that means she's got a social disease. My child was attacked by a coyote at the park yesterday. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. It's the 30s. 1931. This is 1931, which was 46 years before this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and this holds up. ACDC, happy birthday. Morning Sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Glorious day. It's going to flood everywhere. I just keep reading my uh, weather alerts and everything else. They're trying to scare the hell out of us. Like, we should have built an ark or something, evidently. This is crazy. Uh, but it's going to flood everywhere, and uh, you're probably going to lose your house today. We're sandbagging our... Or it just might rain for a little while, and if you don't live on a riverbed, you'll be fine. That's my guess. Yeah, floodplain. Yeah. You, you live out there in the... Fl- well, you can live in a floodplain, because every every time you sign papers where you... But you know you live in a 100-year floodplain. Everywhere you live in this city. Because we're a valley, so at any moment now, it could all go sideways. But I don't really predict that. If you live on Bartlett Lake, evidently, and uh, the ones up by Granite Reef Dam, you're done. You're not going to make it. Or Granite. What does that think? Yeah, I think it's done. That thing's going to go. <laughs> but again, if you've tried to isolate from society by living between... Yeah, tunnel basin, yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> you're living between again. us and a riverbed that hasn't had a bridge built on it ever. Stop calling the news. 
Can't believe this happened again. That river's flowing. Reminds me when Ellen DeGeneres stood next to that creek bed when California was getting all that rain last year. All that it's nine feet. And she turned to her little Instagram camera and said, Mother Nature's mad at us. I've lived here for five years. I've never seen this before. I'm like, you mean the uh, crevice that was dug out by water over time that's 12 feet deep? It's at nine feet, right? It's, it's happened before, dumbass. So the, yeah. the creek bed wouldn't be so deep in the first place. Mother Nature's not mad at us. It's called water. You idiots want to make every time water trickles by your house some sort of a biblical flood. This is good news. Again, I'm not a scientist, but rain when you're in a drought, the more the better, I think. If our dams don't hold up, that's not Mother Nature being mad. That's just bad construction. We shouldn't have dammed it up. She had a plan. She had a good plan, I thought, before we started to put dams up and move things around, make the Chicago River go the other way. We've kind of gotten in the way. Idiots. But, yeah. Brett, you don't live in a riverbed, do you? No. Yeah, that's pretty no. smart of you. That's, Brady, yeah. I don't think you do either. Toledo? Riverbed? Uh, maybe. Probably. Got a good deal on that yeah. place, though. Yeah. Great deal. <laughs> you got a dollar. A dollar for a house. I'm not going to say I don't yeah. right now. Pretty good. <laughs> You experiencing a little flooding? Sure. Yeah, a little deep. Who like isn't? Foot, foot and a half. Yeah, it's the news is telling you everybody's underwater. So, remember eight months ago when they told us it was going to be a drought for the winter time? Just nobody's right. Oh, what's another insurance claim for me? Exactly. You got them floating all over the place, spinning around roads. I was worried about you when it was raining this morning. I'm like, ah, Chris should be driving Rich to work today. <laughs> Plus, I'm driving Alex's car. So, what, what kind of car does he have? 2010 VW Jetta. What's he drive? What do you mean? What's he, he drive now? Oh, he got his car taken away from him. Oh, because daddy, daddy blew a car no, up. So. Mom, mom took it away from him, actually. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. What'd he do? Uh, he skipped a couple classes. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get a car. And that's convenient for you since you threw yeah. yours into the yeah. side of a street. Pick up the rental later today. <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know that. How convenient is that? He's got to watch you tow his, or drive his car. He's around. at his mom, so he didn't get to see me drive away in it. Oh, even better. He doesn't even know. That's good stuff. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. Uh, crack of a bat, Brady. The roar of a crowd. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Day at the ballpark. Probably not a great day at the ballpark today, but Hooters wants to tell about it anyway. Uh, Hooters has uh, stuff you can do after you go to a baseball game. $10 off if you go to the game. be a 1930s broadcaster yeah, again. <laughs> the crack of a bat, the roar of a crowd. Hooters wants you to know that it doesn't get any better than a day at the old ballpark. You can head to Hooters after the game and get in $10 off a $25 purchase with your same-day ticket stub. $25 purchase? Wow. Are you buying the Hooters? <laughs> uh, you get your ticket stub or your e-ticket, and you can go there and get a whole bunch of discounts just for being a baseball fan and a Hooters fan on the same day. It's a good thing. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Common Courtesy Day. After yourself. There's only one day for that. Yeah, that's it. Yep. The rest of the, the rest of the year is complete <laughs> you holiday. I'm trying to be realistic here. Yeah. Yeah, there is only one day. There is only one. <laughs> All right. If it wasn't National Courtesy Day, I'd put your teeth in the back of your throat. You wait till tomorrow, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you keep eyeballing me. A couple of basis fun facts: the NBA All Star Game this year had a final score of 184 to 175. The last time a team scored under 100 points in the All Star Game. 1973. When they actually played the, the game. beat the uh, West 104 to 84. Yeah. Before the guys realized 
that you know contracts matter. They were competitive and actually had spirit in the game. Before they flopped, before they didn't care, it became an offensive showcase that no one watches. In most Spanish-speaking countries, in Greece, Friday the thirteenth isn't considered an unlucky day. Tuesday the thirteenth is. Oh. In Italy, Friday the seventeenth is the unlucky day. Huh. Brett, not is there a no reason? clue. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I learned something new today too. Here you go. The first two Super Bowls weren't officially called the Super Bowl. The official name was the AFL NFL World Championship game, but the fans called the game the Super Bowl. So by the third one, it became official. Yeah, the first one that was actually called Super Bowl and marketed that was the Joe Namath one. Right. A poll found the top things we overshare on social media. Food. Food is uh, in the top ten. It is... Uh, it used to be number one. There's number no question. Two. Okay. That, that goes under uh, number two's mundane daily life, like photos of food and anything else that's unremarkable. Right, uh, which is all of social media. Like number birds ten, flying, like, Brady? this is just basically your page. <laughs> birds in the air, grasshopper on a branch. <laughs> a tie. Number ten was a tie between pets and fun experiences. Yeah, we're sick of seeing cats, dogs, and our friends on vacation. Yep. Number nine is relationship stuff. Just don't constantly overshare about it. Don't tell everyone on f- social media how much you love your wife. Uh, it just makes me know you did something terrible. Yep. The worst one I hate is like somebody somebody posting up, worst day ever, don't ask. Oh, yeah. Well, then why'd you post yeah. it, you son of a... Exactly. Don't want to talk about how bad my day was. Did you ever have just one of those mornings when your face hurts? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your face? Don't ask. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I, it. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, you do. You Hopefully you got punched in the face because this <laughs> yeah. post is stupid. <laughs> my kid got attacked by a coyote. Bull, come on, quit it, dude. <laughs> You know why? And also, I just I, I just realized somebody said, you know, he's got to take his kid to the hospital every day for the next few weeks for rabies shots, which is another way his wife's looking at him going, because he rushed the kid to the hospital thinking, oh, he's got a scratch on his belly. So they got rabies shots. So that's another reason his wife's just furious at him, and he's toting around on the news that it's the coyote's fault. This dude is doing some serious deflecting. Other overshares wealth, your sex life, accomplishments, religious beliefs. Sex life. Yeah. Kids. Politics. Kids. Politics is number one. Yeah. Political views. Nobody cares. And your kids are tied for that. Your kids are cute to you and grandma and grandpa. Everyone else looks at them and makes fun of their teeth or their eyes crooked or something's wrong with them. None of us look at your kids and go, uh, very rarely, I'll say, do we look at your kids and go, adorable. We usually look and go, Jesus, I don't even think that's his kid. Like, look at that thing. Like, how did that nine-foot man have that... It gets black. (laughs) A professor at the University of Texas who focuses on time and communication found the best day of the week to take off is Wednesday. We all get into a routine of uh, five days of work, then a two-day weekend. When we take the Wednesday off, we go two days of work, day off, two days of work, Two two days off. So nice we pattern. break up that rhythm, start that pattern. Uh, those routines uh, lower stress levels, and people are a little more productive. It turns out, from every study ever done, we're more productive when we don't work. 
That's yep. every study that comes out. It's like if you just give them a few more days off, they'll do more. Well, we'll have to because we're behind a day. Yeah. Of course, you'll be more productive. You've got less time to do stuff. But yeah, if it, you're there to work. Right? <laughs> you, you know that uh, if I don't do this, I'm going to have twice as much on Thursday. <laughs> but then you got the uh, the guy that just yeah. n- no matter what day it is. Look, you go to four day week and we'll start doing working. studies on how much we could get done in three days. Speaking of four day weeks, John, please don't give in to the Chat GPD overlords. Bless your soul. I've been listening for a long time now. You're friends with Pop Pop, a dude that strokes out on the reg. Guy has to, or tries to have sex with your mom. Yeah. And has continuously C-blocked you throughout the years. True. Your only acquaintance in this world, because Toledo's spun off the road, is Brett at this point. And the way that he falls off bikes, he might have an unfortunate yeah. accident as well. Oh, Brett's Please just not going to show up one day. We all know what's going to happen with Brett. One of these days will be like, is Brett coming? He's not answering his phone. Medea's gone. His house is empty. Like, what happened? <laughs> Brett will be in a, he'll be located he'll, differently, he'll we'll say. Bart, yeah. He'll be yeah. Bart something yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. He'll be he'll be in Sacramento going, it's not so bad. <laughs> Where can I get a good pie? I get a good pie out here. <laughs> you, you guys need an overnight guy who's willing to never say a word to anyone? I do it for twenty years. Whatever. There's oh, no no pictures on the website. More I think about it is a guy doing overnights for thirteen years for the money they pay an overnight guy. You were getting government checks. There's no question the, the location people were like here. Just be quiet. No problem. <laughs> I'll slink. I'll slink around in the middle of the night for no reason at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll just tell people I love my job. You got it. <laughs> oh, I love this place. I love this job. Of course I'm not going to quit midnight to 5.30 every day for 13 years. Of course, they're like, uh, don't play it up too much now. Yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah, well, you, you got to keep it believable. Just be quiet. Just keep the, keep the money rolling in there. We've got a young lady in Cocoa Beach, Florida that got arrested. Uh, she had a little McDonald's rage. Okay. Went through the drive-thru. Um, her name is Quavi Young, 26 years old. She asked for a cheeseburger bundle, which is not available at McDonald's. Don't even know what that is. Yeah. Just a bunch of them? It's, like it's a t- sort of a combo yeah, similar like, to what can be done with McDoubles and McChickens. But I don't the, know. The, I don't know what any of that is. Brady, please translate. Brady's, Brady, you're speaking Brady, a different language. On, talk to talk to the you know. McDouble is a double cheeseburger. It is, and you can get a two four on that. Isn't that get, a Big Mac? You can get a you can get a buy one get one basically on a McDouble or so what is a it? combo. So you can get two McDoubles and fries. That's a two meal. McDoubles is four. Was well, four well, patties? Four patties. <laughs> So is this like going in and out and get like a four so by four or something? Some kind of different uh, cheeseburger, uh, single cheeseburger combo, I guess. So you're telling me? Anyway, if, they went on for a tour. You, you, if I go through the drive-through at McDonald's, if I say McDouble, I'll I get a buy one get one. No, 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 no. They do that every now and then. But if you get the combo on the McDouble, it's I, two double cheeseburgers. How do you know when they with do fries? It? How do you oh. know when they do it? And yeah, there's cool. billboards that go around the city oh, okay. and advertise that. <laughs> it works, too, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It's very effective. You don't want to see those billboards. You've never seen the... Uh, not no. one. Egg, not egg, one. egg McMuffins? <laughs> no. I didn't know McDonald's had billboards, i got to be honest. I thought McDonald's was too big for billboards at this point. They don't need to tell us what what's do on the menu. What they need to advertise for? <laughs> and when you pull Holy up... smokes! When you pull the drive-thru... They'll have mix and match. And you look like me flying off the road yeah. in Utah. <laughs> I've never seen a billboard for McDonald's, I don't think. If I have, I haven't paid attention to the point where, yeah. I've seen billboards for, like, crematoriums and myself, which is annoying, but yeah, I don't see a lot of... Learner and Row. I, I oh, yeah. I like the quick ones. Yep. 
I don't notice deals. I don't read them. By the way, the Lerner and Row in Utah on the side of the road, the billboards, in a wreck, oh my heck. Oh, that's funny. Good job, <laughs> Good boy. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, McDouble. That's news to all of us, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Outside of Brady's but world. But we don't know when it is because you just have to follow the billboard. What color is the sky? <laughs> Was it you McDouble? Can get the, uh, this actually, up. you can get the McDonald's app and probably find out. <laughs> oh, those you, you have the McDonald's. Yeah. I, you know don't, I don't. You know it's great. You do, and you know. <laughs> oh, I don't. Right, check. Stop. I'm not. I don't, you, that's a sign that you've had it. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'll let you look. <laughs> it's not. I'm not. Uh, I'm going to get it now. Yeah, yeah. Kirby's got it. I'm not accusing you of an affair. No, I'm just Kirby, saying. Kirby's my McDonald's. <laughs> Here's my phone. Look, bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> There's nothing in there. <laughs> Those search water apps Brady, in there. Look at your phone. Yeah. Why? <laughs> the uh, when the Suns Chick Fil A pr- promotion in the fourth quarter happens, yeah, and you miss two free throws. If the road team misses two free throws, everybody gets free chicken sandwich. It's hilarious to watch because you got to download the app and you see loads and loads of healthy people with their phones up, and everyone else is the, the American pig. It's already, already in there. <laughs> there, there isn't any of them. My buddy Mark, who's wildly overweight. Uh, I downloaded the app when they had the double miss when we were there. And I'm like, you're going to do it? And he just flashes his phone and there's a little Chick-fil-A app. And I've got it already. I've got a kid. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> he has like 16,000 points. Wow. I assume that's cool. Is that good? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds good. Stop. Yeah, now he's, been, now he's playing coy. It's got to be. <laughs> stop it. Hey, McDonald's has billboards, you jerks. I know they do, but I don't read them. <laughs> I just look and go, oh, McDonald's. Like, if I see a billboard, I'm like, McDonald's, Lerner and Row, KUPD. I just see the Didn't billboard. I'm not going to say, yeah, I don't notice, oh, wow, the new ads. I just, I just, I always thought that that's well, what they were I wouldn't get for. one for $1. I've never once seen that. The only well, one that I've ever looked so at anyway, was uh, bone and butt pork roast because it made me laugh. And Fry's used to do that on purpose. Quavi didn't get her combo. No, so she pulled out her nine millimeter with a, uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. This guy says, Jesus Christ, how many lanes are in this pop pop news today? I am completely lost. I'll tune in next segment. <laughs> Just, she pulled it out. Yeah. You need to get a murder. But she had a, uh, a drum magazine capable of holding 50 rounds. Whoa. Whoa. Where's she at again? And Coco, Florida. Coco, Florida. So she went full GTA. A 50-round drum for a nine? Yeah. That's going to look like a gumball machine. Yeah, you can get those. Oh, nice. How far down does that hang? It hangs down probably about that far because it's just a drum. A nine millimeter is kind of... If you stack two McDoubles... It's basically the McDouble of nine. She's big on doubling everything. I bet Quavi is a large lady. No, she's not. not no kidding. On the picture, she has uh, beautiful blue eyes. I'll oh, pull up Quavi. No, we got to okay. see this. All right. Let me see. It didn't pull up the picture in the oh, printout. But oh. what's her last name? Quavi Young. Q U A V I. Yep. Whoa! <laughs> Can't wait for this one. Well, me neither. If Brett starts laughing, <laughs> oh my! Just keep quiet, Brett. No, she means you business. Wanna, oh, she's ready. You might well, want to turn off Brett's yeah. uh, microphone. She's got. Yeah. <laughs> you know why that drum magazine's there? She is. Oh my god! All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> she does look like a, she looks like an avatar. What's with the eyes? Oh, got those colored contacts. Oh, they're contacts. Guys, we don't call I, I them that, so. Brady. We don't call them colored contacts. So, lady with contacts is what we say. <laughs> she just has contacts, and we don't call them colored contacts. <laughs> the woman with contacts. Come on, grow up. She wears nice. She has contacts. contacts. That's it. There you go. <laughs> colored contacts. 
<laughs> Got another spring breaker, 52-year-old guy from Missouri, Clifford Edwards. He was arrested in Florida on Thursday for keying someone's car. Uh, it's not clear if he had a run-in with the people or not, but it was pretty random because he just turned around and did $1,000 worth of damage on the side of the, scar- uh, the car with a butter knife. They knew he went into this bar, and that's where he got the butter knife and came out of the car, and he's like, he admitted, yeah, I did. It was a spring break mistake. <laughs> huh? Here's the mug shot oh, of the no. 52-year-old guy. Wait a minute. It can't he's be better. Than, this yeah, is his mug shot. can't be better than Quavi. So well, hold on. it's not his mug shot. Well, oh, just, just a, picture a picture of him think, on Facebook. Yeah. But this is the guy that went around carving up cars with he butter knives. He did the one car. There you go. Spring break mistake. Whoa. Yeah. It's like and Paul Anka. Yeah. Two-year-old dude still doing spring break in Florida? Well, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Man. When in Rome, bro. See Miami? The mayor of Miami's like, please make spring break go away. Like they're trying to, because they're just shooting everybody and they're, they can't keep control of it all. The mayor came on TV and said, please, just don't, please, no more spring break. Colleges, if you could just not do it. We got this uh, lady, Camille Yoder. She's in trouble, 55 years old. She uh, helped put on this uh, fundraiser for this person that was suffering from cancer to pick up some of the medical costs. So she put a barbecue on a pulled pork barbecue sandwiches and coleslaw was the deal for 15 gotcha. bucks. Was it on a billboard? McDoubled. was not on a billboard. How did anyone know? Promoted it through... Uh, That's all right. I was kidding. <laughs> anyway, uh, they raised around fifteen hundred bucks, and she gave the family six hundred dollars, oh. and scooted away with yeah. about seven hundred and eighty. And they asked her about it. She says, "Well, there's costs on the coleslaw." Yeah, the coleslaw is not seven hundred dollars for the coleslaw. <laughs> Supply chain oh, wow. issues. Is that, that is that accurate, Brady? Is yeah, eight hundred dollars for the mean, coleslaw? Hundreds and hundreds of pounds of coleslaw. <laughs> Gets up there. Costs get to you before you know it. Ask Brady. Porkopolis, they serve too much coleslaw. We're, take, we're taking a beating on the slaw. <laughs> uh, the capital city of Saskatchewan, Canada, is Regina. <laughs> and they've just started a new campaign for tourism. A new ad campaign started last week. Come in our Regina. It's beautiful. Show us your Regina. <laughs> I knew it would be something like that. <laughs> and then it's uh, the other... Billboard says Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. Ah, well, the people of Regina did funny. not like the. I like campaign. that one. This guy who uh, was in charge it's, of it is uh, now going to probably lose his job. Yeah, that's a yeah, no. He'll get a new they job. He was like, better. we did this as a joke. You it's know, fun, have fun with it. Yeah. It's it, it's basically like saying, "Don't stare at my goiter." You named your city right. something that if if I lived in Enos. Arkansas. Yeah. I know for a fact pretty soon somebody's going to go Enos, huh? Or Penice or something like that. If my name's Shafid, eventually somebody's going to notice. And you're going to get the jokes. So they have to embrace it. You can't fight that you're Regina. A long, <laughs> proud history of Regina fishermen that have been here. The city has a certain stink How about it. You? Regina smells like fishermen. It probably does. It's like a river runs through it. Regina, it's wet here most of the year. Let's get to some radio videos. Got a couple of uh, bull videos, charging bulls. All right. Um, the first one, it looks like the running of the bulls somewhere. I'm not sure if it's a, <laughs> Maybe intentional or not. <laughs> this uh, bull missed the mark. It missed the humor. Oh! 
a building. That's like the Wall Street bull. That thing is huge. That's Merrill Lynch going crazy. That's Merrill Lynch just collapsed. Holy smokes. That. How about the wall, though? How about the wall holding up? And I don't know, is that plaster? That's a building. That's not like a garage door. Oh, he's not messing around. That thing shakes it off. (laughs) He's dead in a field somewhere, though. There's like a ton of internal bleeding. Next one's a water slide with some some weight rolling down the slide. Going off the... Gets a little muddy. A little messy. (laughs) A couple of them aren't bad. Yeah. The leader is. The leader of. Uh, <laughs> set the way. This is what's going on in the uh, Tonto Basin right now. This is, <laughs> this is how they, this this is how they get to the made, city. Isn't it? That looks like a bunch of tarps. Yeah, they just, oh, yeah, it's hillbilly fun. <laughs> but this this is how the people at Tonto Basin get to the Walmart. Right. <laughs> hey, whatever works. <laughs> they slide down the creek. Next one's a gator handler. And the guy uh, on this episode of F Around and Find Out. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this one is just. Oh, man. Look at that. He's in a kid's pool. Oh, there's pool. a play-by-play? He's in yeah, a kid's pool. Play-by, good play-by-play. Well, because they charged admission for the city yeah. to get in in his jeans, so you know he's qualified. Did they? Hold. It looks like they just circled the trailers, John. Yeah. Watch. Here we go. He's holding its head. He's putting his foot in the mouth of the gator. His knee. His the, knee. The, let the announcer. Oh. Oh, he's Come shaking on. his m- meat on. foot. Come on, Gator, win. Get him. Win. Clamp. Yep. Yes! Watch. Right. Gives a nod. Yeah, come on in here. Death Death roll. Roll. Death Death roll. Roll. Oh, he's breaking his foot. Oh, got his foot. Yes. He walked out with it. Got to be part of the foot. Yeah. Missing. That's pretty Oh, good. we don't get the... No, they didn't show Man. that. You know what Man. I do like? Eminem is the song yeah. he chose yeah. to play yeah. in the background. So Florida. This is the last uh, bull. This is the worst... Uh, Goring and mauling I've seen by a bull in the ring. Well, the one guy. Is this technically the ring? Oh, this dude is done. It won't let him up. No, because there's answer down. no rodeo clowns helping out this dude. No, oh. They're waving their shirts. Oh, picked him up. There's the flip. Oh, he hates this guy. Oh, yeah. And he looks the others off. Ow, ow, ow. Hey, by the way, their what, towels aren't working. Yeah, what's the training doing of waving towels behind the bull? Oh, that guy's dead. Oh, he's got no chance. Floppy leg. Look at the structural uh, uh, foundation of that stadium. It's a packed house. That stadium is like Gilligan's Island had better houses. It's just bamboo fencing and. Some boxes. <laughs> it's just make make stadium seating out of whatever you find. That should be your first clue. If they've circled the wagons or put right. up some toothpicks. <laughs> right. And also, uh, another clue is everyone who's there to help you is in a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> Wait, Nobody, yeah, and they've just got a towel. <laughs> Nobody is dressed as a clown or anything. No one like else it. had anything red in the ring to <laughs> distract Evidently, that's not a real thing. I was I've talking to a, I was I talking to a guy too. about bulls the other day, and he's like, "That's not a thing." He was a Spanish guy. In it's just usually just Nothing. any kind of doesn't matter. Like Tower. The, the, whatever you're, they're, they're just pissed off. They? They, the, look, they're just pissed off. You're right. messing with them. You go up to a bull. Well, they got their in, nuts like to their chest. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they tie their balls to stuff. But for the most part, they're the bullfighting. He knows he's in a fight, and he's pretty confident he's going to win. He doesn't know the dude's got a sword. I like when they win. That's the only time I think that's a fun sport. I have no that real... behemoth on the first one. Oh, I'd love to see Who's that Who's going to run with that? Those people are Plastered crazy. one of those weird 
bedazzled twinks right in the guts and push them against a wall. I have no love for the bullfighter. I'm you a need bull to fan. Say the bull because pushing them up against the wall, they're for that. Oh yeah, well it depends on which way he's facing. <laughs> He'll take that horn. Right, what do you got? You? Oh no! No, yeah, no, 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 no! See that face? No, 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 no! It's not that bad. It's not this that bad. Is a deuce. Well, said that actually, this first one's pretty bad. This uh, one you can view at. Uh, at Boss KUPD. Oh, oh no, no another one. So we'll start out with this gem. Oh, he's gonna eat. Shut his pie! Gonna bake you in hell tonight! Gas my phone up! Ronnie was disgusted. Just threw the spoon at you. It matches up. Did you read that story earlier about that's, that's our vacation. A, that's what happens when we go on vacation. St. Patty's Day special. Boss KUPD, enjoy that. If it's your last day on the planet yeah, and you're feeling like really <laughs> depressed. I only got one other this one. This will push you over the edge. You'll be done. Oh, Brady. And uh, <laughs> yeah, can going, I get my stomach? Going back to wild America. <laughs> Show me somebody dying. <laughs> All right. All right, here you go. All right, here we go. This is a... Uh, Oh, they just shot the zoo. Oh, there's a guy underneath that tiger. That's why. (laughs) They're coming back for this. Yeah, he's bleeding. Well, they're just shooting the zoo animals. Got him by the neck. Oh, he's eating the guy. He's done. He's done. Tiger's got this guy by the neck, and they're firing wildly. These are bad shots. Terrible. They're missing by a mile. Tiger, oh, that's just, yeah. Oh, here's the wounds. Here's the wounds. His back is torn wide open. Wow. His head. Wow. Oh, his head's wide open. Don't show us. There's the top of his skull. Oh, he's alive. I'm good. I'm okay. His face is just all shredded up. Oh my god. Arm. Oh boy. Couple, just a flesh wound. A couple of bullet wounds in there too. Yeah, the guy there's well, the way that guy was shooting. I mean it was not I would not I'd be more worried about the sniper than I would oh, the uh, tiger. Oh he tried to he was trying to a few talk. statements for the press. Oh he was? No Oh, his whole face moves up and down. He looks like a Canadian on South Park. It's, oh my God! Hey, those, those, was that a zoo? I don't know if it was a zoo or a forest preserve. I didn't get the whole thing, but uh, there's a lot of to Mike Blue for some an awful lot of crowd there for some uh, guy's backyard. Some dude's first day with a twenty-two <laughs> hitting. You just see the dirt hit the ground twenty-five feet. The tiger even got comfortable. He can't hit me. Wow. Okay. Well. Eventually, that's going to happen when Brady does one of those tours out there. At the... I'll get in there with him. Oh, God. Get the gun. Get the gun. Christy. Ah, Christy, it's on me. I think he likes me. He's trying to get inside me. Oh, there you go. There you go. That is your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. Yikes. Denver's morning sickness. 98 KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. I got an email. You guys are going to like this. We were talking this morning about a guy in the news who clearly fell asleep or was flirting. That's the only thing. He's on the news. His wife called his bluff. His kid was face-to-face with a coyote at a playground that he was supposed to be monitoring. I had to run him off to the hospital. because and, and also the story, the kid has scratches on his tummy. 
a coyote didn't just reach up under and get it's something else. There's a whole bunch of the story is just bogus. And I start laughing. And I'm with the guy. I'd make up the story, too. I, I, he's not a bad dad. He fell asleep. That's my guess. He fell asleep because watching kids at a park is it's ambient. There's nothing about it that's funny. Woke up. There was a coyote in his kid's face. He panicked. Told the story. The coyote attacked a kid. It was out of nowhere. He was diligent. All this other stuff. And his wife's making him tell the news. This guy emails me. He goes, Holmberg, you had a nerve this morning. I took my kid to the park eight years ago and fell asleep almost as soon as I sat down. <laughs> a few minutes later, I was awakened by a loud bird and saw nothing but an empty playground. My first thought was obviously I got to find this kid. But along with that thought came along the idea that I needed a story to tell if I found him, didn't find him, or if I found him hurt. <laughs> Well, he'd wandered into the desert uh, section of the park and plopped himself behind a bush. So I searched for a long time, and then I got him. But when I found him, he was scratched up a little bit. No big deal. Well, I told my wife to explain the scratches and the potential story that my son would tell about why he was in the desert. That a guy at the park ran through and started to fight with me. And I wrestled with him, and the kid got scared and ran away. I threw myself into a couple of thorny bushes so I'd have some scratches. (laughs) Jesus. My wife said, you need to call the police and everything. I did not do that. I told her everything was going to be okay, and she bought it. She still buys it. The lie lives on to this day. A coyote dude, I guarantee, is absolutely making something up. I've been there. I'm sure there was a coyote when he woke up, but he lost track of that kid doing something similar to my lie. And to the grave with it, you son of a bitch. You ratted this dude out, Greg. Very true. But, yeah, that's a great story that you lied about being attacked at the park and your son ran to the bushes. Just in case... The kid said something. I ran off into the desert because Daddy was asleep. No, I wasn't. That was a fight. I was in a fight. Guy choked me out for a second. <laughs> you did the right thing, running away. Greg, thank you for sharing. But yeah, it's a great story. And no parent has ever stayed awake the entire time their kids at a park. Ever. Sounds pretty boring to me. It's a battle. It is a fight. Your kids are boring. You know it. We know it. We all know it. Nothing worse than watching a kid go back and forth on a swing. It's brutal. Here, should we even get it? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh yeah. All right. Greetings, salutations. Hello, everyone. It's Donald Trump. Hi, Brady. Hey, Bert. Donald, how you doing? It's been a little while. It's good to be back. I just wanted to come by and say goodbye before I get arrested later today. And by no means should anyone dip a rag in some oil, light it on fire. And march down to their local politician's office. Nobody should do that today. No one should protest by throwing things, rocks through windows. Don't do it. I don't want to give anyone any ideas. I'm being arrested today, Brady. I'm being arrested. Are you bringing your own cuffs? I'm going to cuff myself, throw myself in the back of a squad car, and be driven to the jail. I'm being arrested. I'm the one telling everyone about it because that's what you do when you're arrested. You announce it days and days before. And basically the reason is, Brady, I'm too much of a man. Too much of a man, a woman, wanted the world to know she had sex with me. She couldn't keep quiet. She just won't. I tried to say, here's some money. It's also what a man does. Why don't you just be quiet about your amazing experience with me sexually? Here you go. Some cash. And she still just said, no, I need the world to know how great you are in bed. And it's a little embarrassing. So I'm going to jail because Stormy Daniels cannot stop telling everyone how wonderful I was sexually. It just, she can't get it off her mind, but it just, it just stays in her brain the entire time. Great impression you made. Nothing. I, I, it's an incredible impression I made. And normally I do that. I have a big one. And so I tore her up from the floor up. And now she won't shut up about it. So I've got to go to jail because I'm too much man. And America knows it. You know that. 
Patreon. You know that, Brady. Oh, yeah, I know it. I Marco Rubio about, knows it. Marco Rubio knows it, yep. What's the guy's name down there in the Sanctimonious down there in Florida? He knows it. Everybody knows the it. The sanitizer? The reason, Brady, that's the reason these liberal lefts and these, these you know, so-called Republicans... All are jealous of me. They don't have women coming out of the woodwork to talk about how amazing they are in bed. And I do. I do. There's no getting around it. And I have to go to jail for that. I have to go to jail to corral my sexual prowess. So put the cuffs on. Slap the cuffs on me, as they say, Brett, in your your nation. (laughs) Go ahead. I'll go to jail. I'll sit for all mankind because I'm Donald Trump. And women want to talk about sex with me. That's just what it is. You know, I, I gave her hush money. I'm like, look. If you start telling everybody how great it is, they're all going to want me. You have to be quiet, huh? And she wouldn't. She just wouldn't be quiet, Brady. And there's nothing I can do about that. You're going to have some good visitors. Billy Bush says he wants to come visit Billy you. Bush is going to come by, and we're going to grab some prisoners right by the anus, because that's all we'll have the option to do. It's going to be great fun. I'm going to prison. Those of you who don't know it. And I, Brett, by all means, don't you and your greasy WAP Italian friends go anywhere near the Capitol with burning rags. And throw them at things. Don't do it. We can't afford that. Of course, I don't want anyone to riot. I I know on my behalf, it's hard not to want a riot to save your king. I know that. Could have Gary Lake down there. I believe that's his name. Big, big (laughs) supporter of mine. The hunter? Hunting Chinese balloons. And by all means, don't bring a shotgun anywhere down to protest. Don't storm the Capitol. Don't go down the hall, six doors to the left after you enter the main rotunda, and you go to the left, there's Nancy Pelosi's office. By all means, don't go six doors down. That would be a terrible thing. I would hate to see that happen. Just be good people. Be good people. Be good people. Be good people. You know what, Brady? You can only hope. You know, you've been great to me, Brady. i got to be honest. You've always been good to me. You voted for me a few times. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Big supporter. One of my biggest, honestly. And that's not a weight joke. Gotta, but you know I, I can take that. You know what? Before I get arrested, we're going to roll over and get a couple of McDoubles, you and me. And I just want to let you know, Brady, you've been good to me. You've been great to me, and I appreciate that. And I know no woman's ever going to write a book about sex with you. It happens to me. That's what happens. That's what, when you're this good. So I tried to tell her, hey, be quiet. And it just, you know, you're making a lot of guys upset. But by all means, I'm just doing my tour. Don't riot. Brett, by all means, don't um, take your car. I'm good. I'm Drive good. it right through the doors of the Capitol Dude. today. By all means. With a buffalo hood. Yeah, that's right. Don't, don't paint yourself red, white, and blue. Take your shirt off and charge in and attack that weak Mike Pence. There's no reason for it. He doesn't deserve it. None at all. I've done nothing wrong except for it, my libido. It's just, it's illegal now to have the libido I've got and to have the... The structural prowess. I have to go to jail for that now. Passed down to Baron. Baron has a big one. There's no doubt about that. Baron is 11 feet tall. I'm not sure exactly where that came from. But Man, he's grown. He's a big boy. And just like Daddy. Just just like Daddy, Brady. Just like Daddy. He's got a big one. Packing, he's huh? Packing a big one. And if you're packing a big one right now, don't go to the rotunda. Wander over to AOC's office, which is 13 doors down to the right. Make a left. Hop right in and hit her in the face with a big one. Don't do it. Don't. It's I'm telling you. It's a beautiful rotunda. The rotunda's gorgeous. It would be a shame if anyone went in there with burning rags and Molotov cocktails and burned it to the ground. I would hate to see that happen. I would hate it. It'd be against everything we stood for here in the United States. So please, by all means, don't do it. I don't want it to happen. Brady, I don't want you and your ilk from Gilbert to wander over to Kristen Cinema's bisexual office and just 
throw paint all over the door. I'd hate to see that happen. It's a terrible, terrible thought. I understand. Please don't do it. Enjoy your three hots in a cot. It looks like that's my life now. I'm basically a rapper. And you know I'm good with the blacks. I've been very close with they the blacks you. for a long time. And, and to prove how close I am, I'm now going to spend time behind bars. I'm, re- wow, I'm, I'm relating. I'm relating to the inner are. city people. Because, buddy, that's who I am. Deep down, I'm just one of the people. Sometimes I wake up at Mar-a-Lago and I think, you know, I'm just one of the regular Joes. Just with Not a Sleepy Joe? Not a Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. He should be in jail. Sleepy Joe, lock him up, I say. Keep him away from stairs? Right. And keep him off the stairs. Keep Hunter's laptop away from everyone. And keep me away from a lady's vagina because it will grab hold. You know, the reason I said what I said to Billy Bush about grabbing them by the p- is because sometimes the p- grabs me and there's nothing I can do about that. It just loves me. Brett, you don't understand it either. No woman will write a book about my sexual exploits with Bert Besley. <laughs> but it happened to me. And I have to say, it's not... Uh, it's a BDE? It's, I've got a lot of that, Brett. A lot of big dick energy. Is what carry. BDE. I've got a lot of it. Carrying it around right now. Brady's probably wet and he doesn't know why. <laughs> wonder what was going on. Brady's lady bits are on fire. Your loins burned for me, Brady, because you know why Stormy Daniels told everyone how great it was. Now I have to go to jail for it. Lock me up. So I'll be in jail for a little while. You going to write some songs? What do you, you know? That's right. Birmingham jail, love. (laughs) Birmingham jail. Send me a postcard to the Birmingham jail because I'm going in, going in. But too much libido, too much sex, too much, too many orgasms. It'll happen. It'll happen. I have to be worried. Well, good luck, DT. That's right. I'm going to do my best, Brady. I'm going to do my best in prisons with my people. The browns and the blacks, we're all going to mingle now in the joint, Brady. When you get out, we can have a huge fundraising dinner. Right, because I'm still going to run. There's no question about it. <laughs> Even with a felony attached, there's no stopping me. Got a running mate picked out yet? I do. Stormy Daniels. You know what? The woman gets things done. No doubt about it. When she talks, people listen. I don't know how that happened. You know, I banged her about 35 years ago, and she still won't stop talking about it. That's how memorable it is. You paid her well. I gave her money. I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I, I, you'll never... Will money fix that you can never have a sexual experience like this again? And she said yes, but it didn't. 30 years later, there she is still talking about my dick. Heartbreak. It's, it's, well, it's more just break, Brady. I think I broke that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she's, she's lamenting the fact that she lost this big D. You know, my ex-wife asked to be buried in my yard at Mar-a-Lago. And there's a glory hole. Great tax a part move of there. Part, it was a great tax move. You could bury someone in your yard for free. I didn't know if you... It's not my system, Brady. I'm just using it. Anyway, I'll see you in jail. To Julio and all the... the and you know what's going to be even better? All those people that I put away. All those illegals. The What do they call those? The 13s down there. The Mexican gang. Those, those terrible people and the terrorists. I'll be arm in arm with them in jail. Because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of jail like Hunter Biden is. Trading smokes and... Probably blowing some guys for smokes. Probably going to be another. Probably going to be another book coming out from the from Cell Block Four's biggest twink when I give him my goods, and he's going to be like, "I don't think I'll ever have better anal sex than you just gave me, Mr. President." I'm going to tell everyone. I'll be like, "Look, Julio, if I give you money, will you not tell people about how wonderful it is to have anal gay sex with me?" And he'll say yes, but then. History says that they can't keep it quiet, Brady, and that's just a fact. The Art of Negotiating in Prison? That's right. It's a new book? It's the art of the anal deal, I call it. (laughs) 
by, by the time I'm out of jail, if I'm in jail for just a quick prediction, and I know this will happen, but probably a week, maybe two weeks in jail, I'll have over a billion cigarettes. I'll be a billionaire. <laughs> Trading smokes, slapping skins with the boys. Because that's how you get deals done. That's how it works, you know. I'm not an, to the LGBTQ. I'll show you. I can go as gay as anybody in jail if it, if it means getting product in. No supply chain issue when I was president, that's for sure. Because I knew who to f*** and how to f*** and just ask Tony Daniels. That's why I'm going to jail. You have any questions for me, Brady? I think it's pretty good. You're covered. Pretty I'm, clear. I'm just, uh, just wanted to thank concerned. you. For, thank you for your support. And the last thing I want, Brady, is you to roll into a McDonald's today. McDouble up. Get some energy and go down to that Capitol I'll and do it, burn sir. it. No, don't you dare. Doing Quava Young or whatever. Quava Young. Yeah. You take your 50... You're nine millimeter with 50 <laughs> bullets in it. I don't know how that even is a thing. Drum mag. And you run down there. You wave that around in your mouth. I'll be mad at you, Brady. I swear to God, if you bring any weapons or fire. You got it. Molotov cocktails. Yeah. I know you're big on those, Brad. No. Last thing I want is a carload of those. Tossing them with the people who've thrown me in jail. It'll be a terrible, terrible idea. No rioting, please. Probably noon today, Brady. I'll be in jail. You got it. 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock. That's when High noon. High noon. The hanging judge. Speaking of hanging, me, got a big one. Ladies, still talking about it. Brady, when you had sex 30 years ago, do you think the lady even remembers your name? No. Her mind wants to write books. Doesn't make sense to me. It's amazing. That's how good it is. Gave it to her once, just one time. One time, that's all it takes. They're Memorable. It's hypnotic. It's like giving a drug out of crack, really, Brady, is what it is. Anyway. No Make sure rioting. you say hi to our sales ladies downstairs. I've already said hi to a few of them. You'll, you'll notice the puddles. <laughs> Didn't even realize that some of those ladies need a crowbar and WD-40 to get in with their husbands. With me, I'm the Tonto Basin. It's just their, their, their lady bits go from 6 to 12. They get a girl boner real fast. <laughs> Floods. Floods. As the man in Vegas said, she's got a gator in her wetlands. <laughs> but I'm going to tame it. I don't know what it means, but I know I could. A little toothy. I think that just means she's toothy. Saw a couple of ladies downstairs immediately said, Hello, Kristen. Hello, Heather. And one drowned the other with her with her lady bodily fluids. It was amazing. Nothing to do about it. Anyway, I'll be in jail. No rioting. Again, that's why I'm here, to be responsible, to tell you, none of you should gather your Trump 2024 flags and stick them in the back of your trucks and drive down to the Capitol today and scream and yell and throw rocks. You should not do it. I'll have the little Debbies ready for you on a prison visit. I'm sure I'll get the crumbs. It's a long drive, Brady. It's a long drive to Florence. Anyway, I'll be visiting all the prisons. Tell Ronnie I said hi. I will. I will. Of course, when you do, she's going to be a flood of tears I and understand. vaginal yeah. moisture. It's yeah, just a thing that happens when you say Donald says hi. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. I'm the most proud jailbird of all time because this is a great way to go, I tell you that. All right. Just want to warn you. Where's Toledo? Is he spinning around on the road somewhere? <laughs> He's keeping away. Yeah. You know, I've been on roads where there's no weather and we've spun out because the lady inside the car is just oiled up so badly that the car lost control. Never made a lady so what? There's probably too many listeners right now almost. The ladies, I highly suggest you turn the channel, but don't riot. Don't take your incredibly moist vaginas down to the Capitol today and light it on fire. That would be terrible. We would need me to come by and put the fires out with moist women. That's all I would do. Just like a fire hose down there. Anyway, God bless you. God bless America. I'll be in jail now. See you soon. Peace out, homie. <laughs> there he goes. I didn't expect that today. Well, he's so urban. Well, he's going to jail. 
can relate. He's going to jail. Uh, just ask him. He'll tell you. I've never seen somebody tell people they're going to jail more often. By the way, I'll be arrested. Yeah. At <laughs> 1 o'clock, I'm going to jail on Tuesday. So today's the big day. And he's right. No rioting. That's what Kevin McCarthy and all the news people keep saying. Don't riot. They know. <laughs> they know what's coming. And what are you rioting for? Is it, 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 I, I'm I not know. sure I truly understand yeah. how hush money works. Because if you give someone hush money and they agree to it, is that illegal? I and guess. And do you get the money back? And then her initial attorney... No, his attorney paid her and went to jail for a year. That Michael Cohen guy. Yeah. Oh, that was the end of it. I thought it was done... Yeah. Years ago. How's it coming back now? Because she wants more, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Well, she's but... expired now, so... <laughs> she can't get good stuff like no. that anymore. Man, she's got a... When was the last time you seen her in a movie? Was it... I'd never seen her in a movie in the first place. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Was it Avenetti? Was that the other guy that she was involved with? I don't, I don't remember how any of this works. I just know that he... This, the lesson is, watch where you stick it, boys. Yeah. You put it in crazy, and crazy can haunt you for three decades. It's insanity. you imagine getting a call from somebody in the... Remember when you had sex with me in the 90s? Yeah. Well, it's going to haunt you now. What happened? He shouldn't have done it, but we all kind of knew Donald was that way. And why pay someone to be quiet about it? Right? Let her talk. But Donald Trump's going to jail. He'll tell you. He'll tell you himself. <laughs> no one's ever done that before. <laughs> no politicians shouted from the rooftops for a week they're going to the can. But don't riot, please, for God's sakes. Carrie Lake is standing out in front of every federal building that there is, armed to the teeth. She should be. Yeah. Well, she's going to riot. She's going to be the one. So if you want to hang out with her, that's fine. But she'll be down there. Uh, it's 849. There you go, everybody. The president, the former president, I should say. And maybe president again, as Joe Biden Watch said the other it. day. You never know. know. <laughs> it could happen. Collusion. I didn't expect him. Uh, we got the hot releases coming up in just a little bit. It's 98. Sunburst Morning Sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. Back it up, boys. It's all over. I thought you were live. Would you? It's all what over. are we doing? That's it. I'm going home. I don't need this. <laughs> well, that was a way to do it. That's it. I thought all you were live. Do. Nope, we're all done. That's it. Good night. I'm retired. Good night. Chat GPT I'm, tomorrow. I'm basically Malaysia Airlines 370. Good night. Oh, come on. Are now. you guys watching that? Yeah. Have you watched that? Uh-huh. You, you've not watched that yet? It's uh, pretty interesting. Um, it's tons that and tons. Planes? Well, yeah. It's, if you don't know, it's the Malaysia Airlines flight that happened that just disappeared. The good night. The good night. But it, the, the good night thing was misleading the way that, because in the documentary, he says it in a normal way. I had always understood it that later on they got communication and he went, good night. Yeah. He didn't. The pilot said to Ho Chi Minh Tower as they, because, you know, you clear from tower to tower. What are you laughing at? You can't even know. What are you turning into him? Come on now. He was thinking about all so the puns. <laughs> John's talking funny talk. How many rice puns can I get? <laughs> anyway. I before... just thought of Robin Williams. Oh, because of Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah. All right. well, That's what it made me think. Oh, who's going to do a whole story <laughs> like that? Hey, Ho Chi Minh. Hey. Anyway, uh, so he says to the tower at Ho Chi Minh, he's like, all right, blah, 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 gives us coordinates, MH370, good night. Which is a common thing for them to do when they say, "All right, you're out of our, you're leaving our airspace. You're going to hop into the, you're leaving going v- on to Vietnam. The next you're going tower. on to the next tower or whatever you're going to. You're out of our thing." So he says good night to Ho Chi Minh, 
and that's it. And then they don't know the plane just drifts off one direction or the other. So the whole documentary is basically about, you know, what happened. And no one knows. They don't know. Now they're even, they don't know if it went north. There's one conspiracy guy that says that Russians, he checked the, the plane's, uh, uh, you know, passenger list. And there were three Russians that had potentially colluded with some sort of terrorist group or whatever. And his theory is that, the, and then he introduces the idea that, and I didn't know this, and this is something to nauseate you on a flight, is that there's an unlocked hatch where the stewardesses hang out. You open it up, you're in the brains of the plane. So, and, and it's just a, it's like clicking open a door. It's on the ground, and, and they you have can a, start. You can do it the wires. Oh, you can turn off all the communication. Yeah. So, and that's the only way to do it. The pilots don't have access to turn off all the communications, but it, you just unlock this door. In 777s, and there's a ladder, and then it's just computers everywhere. And it's the brains of the plane. And it's like, you want to turn the communications off? It's here. You want to do this? It's here. And it's, like, clearly labeled, like, everything off. And then his theory is they plug into it and then fly the plane from a laptop. You know, they cause a commotion on the plane. The stewardesses leave. The guy gets up. He opens that weird door that no one knows about until now. And, and all I was was like, this is an advertisement for anybody who wants to monkey with the plane. Put a lock on that goddamn thing. We've got steel doors now. We didn't lock up the brains. Yeah, that sounds. It's like wearing weird. a leather jacket on a motorcycle and no helmet. Yeah, like yeah, we're gonna protect the well, protect the brains. So how true it is, I don't know, but it's uh, it's interesting, but it's all made up. So you don't really care to watch all of it because you're like, all right, this is sort of dopey in its own way. I, could, I I kind of forgot about it. I, I was yeah. like, did they find that? I can't remember. They have not found yeah. it. They don't know. They, and, and not only that, they don't know where to look. They, the only thing they had to, had to go off of is the amount of time from the communication. If and they're right you're, about you're like, where you it was. you got to figure out the radius of how far that plane could. Beyond the radius. Up, yeah. Where was it going? Because it, it was supposed to go to like Which China. Direction? And it went dead uh, west. And then from there, they, they searched the Indian Ocean. But they don't know if it turned left or right towards right. Russia. So, and that's why he said the Russians on there flew it up to Kazakhstan and, and killed everybody by turning off all the air. And that's how it just quiet. That's why nobody would respond if anybody's trying to get in contact with it. And they just kind of flew it from there with their own oxygen tanks. But I mean, it's a crazy conspiracy. But it, did it go to you know Kazakhstan? Did it go right into the Indian Ocean? What was the purpose of it? Yeah, what was the point? Right, yeah. the terrorism, and that's what. Uh, there's a guy who did go around saying the uh, AWAC planes from the United States were in the area, so they'd have picked it up, and they're like, it wasn't there where they're saying it was. Hmm. And he said the Americans know. He went on a tour saying the Americans know exactly where it is, but who knows what's real? Why can't we just have something go haywire like Payne Stewart's plane? Golfer Payne Stewart's plane. Yeah, loses just, cabin they, pressure. They lost cabin pressure. Everybody inside froze into popsicles, and the plane just flew until it couldn't fly. And, and uh, did they shoot it down, or they just flew next to it until it? They, they were pretty sure. Crashed. Right, they're yeah. pretty sure at its trajectory. It was over South Dakota. Somewhere. Yeah, it wasn't going to hit anything. Yeah, like it wasn't going to smash into Mount right. Rushmore. Or anything. They probably were like, just a few reservations down there. No big deal. Let it crash. <laughs> That's where Custer yeah. landed anyway. Yeah, these people have been in nothing but trouble since we got here. <laughs> they so, got a few casinos. Yeah. Uh, is it gonna hit, no, it's going to hit the, uh, the the Soaring Eagle Casino. We're going to want to shoot that down before it does that. We don't want mad South Dakotans. But yeah, so whatever that. But that why can't it just be that? We all because we, we always have to have answers to everything. Why can't it just be that they lost cabin pressure? The pilot hit the plane, it started flying left, and just stayed there until it ran out of gas. 
But they don't, and that's the daunting thing. It's like, oh, we got to search the entire Indian Ocean. And so, and the best quote in the whole thing is the guy's like, you think we're looking for a needle in the haystack? We're looking for the haystack. Then the needle starts. Then, then yeah, the I mean, start. we don't even know where the haystack is. So it's the, uh, the, the area that they were searching at first is the exact same size as the landmass of the United States. Yeah. So now I'm going to tell you, you can't walk on it, fly over all of the United States and find a plane. One specific plane. Good luck. So give gonna be give me three days. It's going to be a Titanic thing. They're going to find it I, that's, 100 years from now. That's what sucks, is that we'll probably be dead when they drag yeah. that thing up. When AI finds it. <laughs> when ChatGPT knows exactly where it is. Uh, also, another thing I want to do before we get to the hot releases is, uh, Mark Alexander's a listener. He emailed me. I uh, said, if you're, it, it kind of was a, I think he was mad. If you're serious about naming something after Al McCoy, I figured it out. This dude went out of his way. To say, uh, he said, I just talked to one of the higher ups with the city of Phoenix Street Transportation Division about getting a street renamed. He said it has to go through the mayor's office. So, Holmberg, if you're serious about an email campaign to rename something in Al McCoy's honor, get us ghouls to write emails. Okay. Mayor.gallego at phoenix.gov. Boom. If, if we don't have any sort of civic pride in Al McCoy, we don't have it in anybody. And my request would be through the emails, and don't be rude about it because they'll see through that. Uh, especially because Mayor Gallego is kind of a sensitive, soft one. <laughs> it's all that's in there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what? Here's a couple of things. Very funny. I like that. All right, I said it. Just saying. So, uh, it's to, Carrie in there, we oh, wouldn't have that problem. She'd be I mean, naming everything after whatever we say. <laughs> Diana Taurasi way doesn't need to be a thing. So let's rename that Al McCoy way. And it, like name the poll that, that, like let's name the poll that it says Al McCoy way on Diana Taurasi poll. We'll give her something. Yeah. But she doesn't need a street yet. She, she's not. She like polls. She, oh, that's a good point. A manhole cover. <laughs> okay, all right. Anything, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything, she, look. A bench. A nice bench to sit on. You all know my opinion on the WNBA. It's a joke and it's terrible. Eighth grade boys basketball has better players in it. Uh, and so we don't need to name anything after her. It's such a political thing. That's so wish, ugh, wishy-washy nonsense to have something named after a WNBA player long before Al McCoy gets anything. So a statue and renaming that street Al McCoy way. And then we can move Diana Taurasi. Like, well, how about Diana Taurasi Plaza? We name the 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 thing you walk into at Footprint Center, Diana Taurasi Plaza. That's nice. That's too much. It's still too much, but we have to placate the whole alphabet world and the WNBA fan and all that. And you can't take away from Diana Taurasi something. It's not her fault that her league's terrible and that they did this nightmarish political, you know, red velvet cake for her. Can't we do like Diana Taurasi will call or something? You know, where they, they <laughs> that would be start. amazing. The Diana Taurasi box office. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Diana Taurasi's box. Is what, yeah, that would be a great go. thing to name it. I think that's a great idea. Insensitive, maybe, but we'd all get a good chuckle and it would never be forgotten. But if you guys want to help out with this, and I'm going to do it right now, and I don't have the, A, any courage or power. <laughs> so if I called Mayor Gallego, I'd just start laughing like Beavis and Butthole. <laughs> She's on the phone. Check it out. <laughs> Ask her about Al McCoy. Name a street after something. Uh, Mayor.gallego at phoenix.gov. Something has to be done. If it's not Diana Taurasi way, 
something else. They, uh, they and then Mark uh, has Mark Alexander's been diligent about this. He found a section of Broadway Road that underneath it says Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. So they named a stretch of Broadway Road Martin Luther King Boulevard. I don't think an address is on that. Like it changes it up for people to get real confused. Mm. But it's a stretch of it's an honor. That's all. And yeah. Al McCoy doesn't have one. And he's going to retire at the end of the year. And I've, I've met him once. He was super kind. He wouldn't remember. It was fanboy meeting. Uh, great broadcaster. And I just, it was right here in our lobby. And I was taken by how small he was, which I felt. He's like a little baby bird. You just want to help him. Just as nice as can be. And he got a tour of our building and stuff. And couldn't have been, couldn't have been nicer. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. He could be a dick, and I don't care. He still deserves this. So something to honor that has to happen. The Suns have no championships. They've got nothing really to hang their hat on as far as that goes. He's been the crown jewel of this organization from whoever owned it in the beginning through Colangelo through that awful starver and now into Matt Ishbia. So that's it. Mayor.gallego at, uh, what is it, phoenix.gov? Is that what it says? Yeah. At Phoenix, not PHX, forward.gov. And just write a letter and say, uh, Honorable Mayor Gallego, please consider naming uh, one of our roads downtown in honor of Alma. Dear kind sir, dear sir, <laughs> please talk to the man in charge at the mayor's office. That's probably not the best way to go about it. But yeah, Al McCoy, uh, if, at the very least, you don't know me, but I'm, I hope you appreciate the fact that I would love to see this happen for you. And we got to do it before he croaks. He's 90. We don't have much time with Al. Whether he's healthy or not, and I don't know why he's retiring. He may be sick. He may be dead tired. He may, we got to do this for him so he could be on the plaza when this happens. He deserves it. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I love that Mark's done that. Thank you, Mark Alexander, for that. That was uh, pretty cool of you to do. Because I'm, I'm basically a barking dog. I think these things, and then I never follow. <laughs> the only time I've ever done it, I did it for Luis Gonzalez. Way back in the day when he did the home run derby and the dude was hitting a home run every third at bat and the Diamondbacks were crushing it and he wins the derby and it's like Arizona's had a baseball team for three years. This is amazing what this dude's doing here. And I called the city and we had Luis Gonzalez Day when he returned from the All-Star game. And I worked at a station full of absolute dumb <laughs> Not a single person in there was smart. <laughs> and uh, somehow or another we managed to get the city to do this. Well, our brilliant broadcast team sends me into the bowels of Bank One Ballpark, which you can't get a, they used to call it a Marty shot. With a, oh, I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> you needed air for that. We were in a basement. So, A, I couldn't broadcast it. So it was just me, Luis Gonzalez, the mayor somehow, uh, and a bunch of media who actually could tape things. And then uh, the best part of the whole thing was Luis was like, wow, what an honor. And who put this together? And like, well, John Holberg at KZON Radio has decided to do this for you. And I'm like, what a wonderful thing. He goes, you spelled my name wrong on the plaque. Well, thanks, uh, Luis. Uh, we'll see you later. And that was the only was thing. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I went back to the station. Tim I told, was in charge of that. Tim, <laughs> Tim Moranville wasn't really in charge. But no, oh, are you kidding? To idiots. And uh, so I go back to the station. And I just crack beers. Sitting on the air. I'm like, I'm not breaking that mic. I'm done here. You guys have embarrassed me for the last time. You can't drink and be on the air. I'm like, good. You should fire me then. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like, I, I don't even know how I pulled this off. And here we are with this opportunity. And we blow it. I mean, dead blow it. <laughs> this is the same radio station that decided to have the midnight bike ride downtown. 
sent out 55,000 flyers without a date. No date. <laughs> Figure out the midnight bike Figure ride. out when it is. It's going to be fun someday. Sometime in October. No, yeah, it was like a really nice time of year. Well, our listeners know from listening. I'm like, then why did we spend all that money on the flyers? Look, See mis- you there. <laughs> it basically was like no information. Midnight bike ride. Doesn't that sound great? It was essentially we sent them an idea. Uh, that place was a Brady worked there too. And let me tell you this: this is how bad it was. Brady could have run the place uh, ten times better than anyone who had any any charge of it. A mishmash of nonsense, craziness. When I came here and Chuck was in charge, I'm like, at least somebody's in charge. That place was a disaster. So anyway, I I I, I may be a little bit uh, gun shy to go back to the mayor's office and ask for some help, but Al McCoy way needs to happen. We love you, Al McCoy. Period. We need to do something for the guy. If anybody can make a statue in like an hour and a half, I mean, we got to hurry up. Oh, we can get that done. You think you get a nice bronze statue? Careful. Come Careful. On. Remember the last time we had local artists do oh, our Oh, good uh, thinking. Paintings? Oh, Jesus Christ. We don't what need local artists. <laughs> we, need a, we need somebody who get actually. Get that thing down to get some concrete. Who? who? Go to Home Depot and they can whip up that statue and. What are you, a stormtrooper? You can yeah, just put no, a guy I in carbonite? Stone I can find. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? You got stonemasons, he said. <laughs> I got a time machine and some stonemasons. Wow. I want to get chiseled out in no time. Brady's would be Al McCoy with David's body. His little pee-pee's out <laughs> making a fountain pee. Anyway, I just want Al McCoy to be honored. That's it. Somehow. And I think naming the street stone after Stone Mason. I get stone masons. Couple of fans. Chiseled that right I that thing carved up in no time. All right. Then, You're make some too. calls. You volunteered. <laughs> anyway, Al McCoy, that's what I saw in my brain. He's retired. Start calling, Chief. Start making some phone calls, boss. <laughs> hey, it's Brady over here at KP's Morning Cup. <laughs> no phone calls needed. Need a life-size statue of Al McCoy no by two. You don't? <laughs> no, you just pull up the car. Pick up some workers <laughs> over there. And you can build a stone. Oh, those stone agents, yeah. Yeah. And Al McCoy would be like, what an honor. Why am I in a sombrero? <laughs> That's what the stonemasons saw you in. Sorry. They may have carved the wrong guy. I look a lot like Che Guevara. What an honor. What a sombrero. <laughs> Shazam. Who's the Mexican? <laughs> He's my teal. No. Well, anyway. It'll look good. No, you get your. <laughs> let's see your Al McCoy done in a day. You're done in a day statue. What an honor it would be that Brady went to Home Depot and got some illegals to carve an Al McCoy. Here you go, Al. <laughs> it's for you, boss. Whoa, brother! <laughs> Put this in the deep freeze. Anyway, see, this is what happens when we try to do something nice. Man. This dip over here wants to go to Home Depot and build one. And we DIY it. some mud together. We DIY oh, it. Don't get, get it wet. Thing. Don't get it wet. We're not good with adobe. It, it wasn't exactly what I had in mind, but thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for all your work. And June, it's here's, just, your, here's your 50. It's just a big mud blob when the sun melts it. Never mind. Let KTAR handle this kind of stuff. They're adults. We can't do it. Uh, we got hot releases coming up in a moment. Sorry, Al. Morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. Some guy just emailed and said, please, John, I know you're kidding, but 
tell the ghouls that Mayor Gallego is a woman because we don't want to offend her. Look, this this thing died in the water five yep. minutes ago. We know for a fact. Never mind. Uh, I'll just get Broomhead on the deal. They respect him. <laughs> Once they find out it's it's me. And yeah, give Broomhead all the love. When they misspell Al McCoy's name on the street, he'll take the heat. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice idea. But yeah, you're right. He's right. Don't say Mr. Gallego. Don't. It's you'll piss her off. <laughs> Dear sir. Dear sir, is hilarious to us, but not once. The, once it's on paper, you're like that seemed like a better idea a second ago. Like once I hit send, I'm like, oh, I think I just screwed up this whole thing. But it is a nice gesture to do to somebody who deserves it. Sometimes dorks like us do good things. So if we could do something nice for Al McCoy, I don't want any credit for it. So I don't care if KTAR does it. Have Mark do it over there from. The KSLX, he's about ready to step out. Now let's have him do a, I'm retiring too, and I thought it would be nice to honor Al. I don't care who gets credit. Al McCoy deserves the honor. So whoever, just because we're talking about maybe we get the ball rolling, give Gallego all the credit. Give that dude all the credit. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop. That's the problem. Anyway. Bottom line is we love Al McCoy. Maybe we'll build a statue. Brady, and again, the guy said, remember, the stonemason expert over there <laughs> needed a millionaire freeloader to fix a drawer at his house. So that's very true. Yeah, I, found, says, I got sources. Yeah. Just well, can be- he build a statue? Because Brady's other idea off the air, by the way, was to go one of those Mexican guys that builds dinosaurs out of copper. and have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sculpt that up. That'll, ding, that'll be ding, done ding, in a day. Tyrannosaurus McCoy. <laughs> Well, brother. By the time we're done, we're going to have a Guadalupe pinata made of him. <laughs> that that's guy, about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy's over by us on Maine and Val Vista, that copper guy. Oh, yeah. One of them. I like we'll the commission idea. on Al McCoy. It, this started as a good idea, Mr. McCoy. So sorry. Here's your pinata. <laughs> Looks like a minion. Well, you do in a way. Look like a minion. <laughs> it's the closest thing I could find last minute. I swore to God I could get stonemasons at Home Depot. Those guys carved up something nasty. John, just be sure you wear your Kim Petras shirt on the news yeah, no, that day. I'm not, I'm not going to be on the news. I'm never doing that. We're all done here. It was a nice idea, and can't, we can't have nice things. We got the ball rolling. No, we did nothing. We ruined oh, it. Oh. If anything, we're going to get Al McCoy cancer. Like on the way out, he's going to end up in jail. Michael, know, look, if Kevin Ray has to email me, hey, brother, don't talk about our hanging out together. Imagine Al McCoy needing me for brand liability. It's not a thing. <laughs> Michael Frazier has actually penned a nice letter, and he says, this is what I'm submitting, John. Good morning, ma'am. Good start. Great start. With an apostrophe? Yes. All right. As I'm sure you've heard, legendary local NBA broadcaster Al McCoy is retiring at the conclusion of this season. For 51 years, he has captivated his audience with knowledge and love for the game of basketball. I think it would only be right to honor him by renaming a downtown street after him. In my opinion, he deserves more than that. I believe a statue on the plaza would be in order as well. I appreciate your time reading this and expect you'll respect the amazing job this man has done for our city and our team for over half a century. Let's go, sons. Signed, Michael Frazier. Beautiful. Well done. And uh, the only thing I would say to that is that the sons are responsible for the statue. Don't say, P.S., I've got a guy that can do the statue. By the way, contact (laughs) poppop at earthmail.com. And have that get fixed up. Yeah, I've got a guy. Yeah, don't don't worry about it. But yeah, the, the sons can build the statue, and they should. But the city needs to do something around the arena. If they're going to name something after Diana Taurasi, name the other street that's over by the Dosecchi's thing after Al. Oh yeah, or you know something over by Jefferson. Just that little stretch of Jefferson on the south end of the of footprint. 
Yeah. Give him a block. Just give him a block. He deserves it. Uh, it's time now for the hot releases. Boy, we we have no idea how to be nice. No idea how to do anything well. 22 years of this. We don't have any template to go, here's how we get things done. <laughs> we just end up calling the mayor a man and Brady's in charge of getting the people. <laughs> the stonemason. We're doomed. <laughs> Got it covered. We're doomed. Uh, anyway, the hot releases are brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue. They know how to get stuff done. It's out in Avondale. Man, did he send you guys the video for his St. Paddy's Day stuff? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I, I don't like corned beef and cabbage because I don't like I don't that boiled, stinky shoe sock smell of cabbage. What he was videotaping, though, I'm like, what am I, I'm going to eat that. I would, Oh, my God, did that look good. So if hopefully you made it down there for their St. Paddy's Day thing. But uh, if not, don't worry about it. They got all sorts of great stuff. Brisket, of course, being the king. Anthony's going to be uh, out there cooking all day long and uh, all night long. He's got the whole hog special. <laughs> is that going on again on Saturday? The whole hog. I think special? it's for the for spring training when I was oh, there because we were there it? on a Saturday and yeah. Oh boy! Says they do pretty much all the Saturdays for spring training. Yeah, he sent me videos of that too. I don't need to see that. Brian for a week cooked for twelve hours over mesquite wood, all being mopped up with that vinegar sauce. Good stuff all over the place. Eric's family barbecue. It's simply the best barbecue ever. And we just heard from corn. Makes me want elote. I miss my street corn something fierce. I want to lay next to it in bed and just talk to it for hours. <laughs> I miss you, street corn. Come to me. Uh, meet Mesquite Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com. That's where you go. Who's first? Who do you want? I'll take you. <clears throat> All right. So uh, roll through this quick because we're up on time. But uh, for new games out, we've got The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners for your uh, virtual reality set. I believe it's out for both of them, the Oculus and the PlayStation uh, VR. Oh, zombies trying to chow down on this dude. He cannot be undone. That's cool. Warm up. Yes. Mama's desperate. With the scale of what she's planning, no one will be spared. Nice. It's like third it's good good and <laughs> Zombies walking around. That's the name of the game. Say I'm okay. <laughs> Take a drive down 35th Avenue, knowing things would never be the same. (laughs) All right, EA Sports, PGA Tour 2023 is out. This is a uh, rundown of their course simulation. Holy cow. That's real? That's a Each game? Each course is designed yep. in stunning quality. Might have to get back in. So you can immerse yourself in Never more golfs, finer details for than ever before. And they got a Scott lady. These to... picture-perfect golf courses look incredible. But we didn't stop at visual authenticity. We've used a this is just a video game showing you how they made it? Yeah. This is just running down the courses. How they, how they copied the, other the courses. courses to develop highly oh detailed God. terrain maps. This combined with custom live oh, That's amazing. That's amazing. So that's out. Um, Sunday on HBO, uh, Succession Season 4 it's is back. out. Well, we can't play an ounce of this, No, I'm probably sure. not. I mean, did he ask? I mean, if he were to call, then I guess we would see. I could get him to text a request for a call. I'm afraid we're going to need to hear that voice. It's such a good show, but oh. they've got one half of a season remaining to do something. Because it's just been in this kind of weird circle of nothingness for two years. The characters are so good, it's carried the fact that the story's super thin. Yeah, and the same, yeah, yeah, it's the same premise. Yeah, nothing changes. And even when they come to a conclusion, it just starts over. Yeah. There's nothing happening on the show except the characters are awesome. 
Amazing. Yeah. So I haven't gotten into Yellow Jackets on Showtime. People are raving Ugh, about it. So terrible. season two is out. It's the WNBA of is shows. It really? Oh, it's awesome. Yellow Jackets Jesus. barely made it through the summer, but now as winter begins to bite, we'll see if hunger and desperation turn into full-on psychosis. I don't know it's, anything it's about eight broads about. in the woods. Of course, they're psychosis. Oh. All right, enough of that. And don't need it's to see a, any more. It's of a that soccer thing. team of girls that crashed in the woods, and then some. It's nonsense. All right, John. On uh, Amazon Prime, starting uh, tomorrow, you can watch Top Gun Maverick. I thought it was already out on a bunch. It was on Paramount, but now I think you had to pay for it. I haven't seen it yet. I, I want to. It's Combat it's really good. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's entertaining. It's supposed to be entertaining. It's an '80s movie. Plans in the last forty years. Yet you can't get a promotion. You won't retire. Despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. See, and that's the fun part of this: is that those watching those planes do stuff. Even if you're not a plane guy, Amazing. it's so neat. Yeah. All right. Uh, Waco, American Apocalypse. Documentary on Netflix. It was a bunch of people that you it's out, totally uh, I believe, Thursday. It was I've a very a lot of documentaries about Waco. Lot, lot of documentaries. How much more footage can you see? They've got a lot. Are these people here. They think I'm the son of God. Oh, is this an actual show? They documentary. Yeah. The end of the world. Not is a show. Soon. Oh. Not a script. They were going to be in a battle with the federal government. They were amassing enough armaments to outfit a small army. The ultimate goal was to. Arrest David Koresh and to seize all of the illegal weapons. They, they, that is such a mess to watch oh, that. Yeah. Just watch how they blew that building up and then pretended like it was just tear gas plus fire. It was not. All right, the last one I got for you is a new. Uh, I watched binge for you. Lucky Hank on AMC. I watched this on series. Monday. Yeah, how is it? It's uh, it's, it's going to take time. Say something. Everything starts out that yeah. way, right? Odenkirk's great. Even available at your own campus bookstore. He's a professor. You, yeah, you're here. It's the a, fact that you're here means you show very little promise. Yeah, it's it's. He's great. I'll give it another episode or two because I'm such right. a better call Saul guy that I want him to be Saul again. Right. Uh, Rabbit hole on Paramount Plus is the last one I got. No, nothing about what this is. Delivery the deeper you go, yeah, the deadlier it gets. Kiefer Sutherland that. stars in Rabbit Hole coming to Paramount this Saturday. Don't move. You move the bunk detonates. I hear any alarms or sirens. I detonate the bunk. Understand? Good. I'll be right back. Ooh. You need to know what you're getting into. It's kind of like Mean Jack Bauer. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it is. So that's it for All right. what we got. All right, well done. Uh, music, Brett, go. All right. Let's start out with something annoying. Baby metal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Light and darkness. This is that girl, yep. yes. Asian girl, unfortunately. Right? Yeah. You're not a fan? I think I might be. Saw them at the Marquee Theater. Did he? Of course, he did. Come on, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. What's going on? Somebody grunt. By the way, take a picture of one of Jim Henson's worst creations stealing a bike outside our window. What the? That is snuffle up again. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but there's a guy dressed as Snuffy stealing a bike outside. Wow. <laughs> That's the homeless ghillie suit. Where? Yeah. Right here. It is a homeless ghillie suit. He's going to just blend in with the other homeless. see him, Brett, because he was oh, camouflaged. Jesus. Yeah. That's a Jim Henson guy, and he's stolen his son's 20-inch BMX bike. Hey, Bert. <laughs> that is one embarrassing DUI that guy's got. <laughs> just right. kill yourself, dude. Get a photo of him, please. 
right. All right. Uh, Fallout Boys got a new album. They're back again. Okay. So much for Stardust. You are that terrible album. at hiding disdain for things you don't like. Hey, why hide it? That's <laughs> what it is. That's a good point, John. <laughs> He's not wrong. Look how old they are now. I mean, we all are. They're Fallout yeah. Men. Oh, my God. It's Fallout Boy. That's what I said, too. All right. Uh, <laughs> That was right before Brett punched yeah. Fallout. Bro. All right, Dirtheads, here you go. Saxon's got a new oh. album coming out. It's a cover album. This one's a old Nazareth tune. Is it live? No, uh, no that, just the video is. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. yeah that sounds horrible. <laughs> the guy's like 75 or something. I mean. Look at him. Wow. It's got to be a matinee show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who had that idea about rock and roll bands playing at like four in the afternoon? Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's right. Jamie Lee Curtis. She was right. Yeah. Uh, we are a little short on time, but I'll get to a couple more. Uh, Depeche Mode, they are oh. back. In their this 60s and again. still sad. Euro suicide nonsense. My gay neighbors are Coming trying to. Towns. They want me to go to Vegas to see Depeche Mode with them in a couple weeks. I would do it. I'd go see Depeche Mode. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think. I think it seems like a good idea until you're there, and then you just want to open it's your. A little li- it's a little. You'll no longer be platinum. S- no, it's so. It's depressing. a little livelier That's than true. say a Cure show. <laughs> a little bit. Look, that clown dancing around doesn't need to be seen by anybody. Enjoy the ghosts again. Actually, I didn't mind Depeche Mode. Yeah. I've never been that sad to need them. Me and your your buddy Vince Murata, huge Depeche. No player. kidding? Yeah. He's depressed? Yeah, I didn't know Vince. I'm Vinny, we got to get you to... Uh, I'll call Katrina and we'll get Vinny in. Uh, August Burns Red, they were just in town over at the Marquee. This is their latest one, Backfire. All right. Saying we've lost our rage. Sounds like he's found it. A little pissed. We got two minutes. Right, go uh, gotta do the game. Uh, we gotta get to. We gotta get to the most important part of the new releases. <laughs> the game that's sweeping America. It is. This is N word or F word. I don't remember right. who won. Last I did. week, I think Toledo did. All yeah. right, so this is uh, Lil Easy Eats, Easy E's son, and uh, Daz Dillinger. Whoa! This is Eight Ball Sipping. Uh, Lil Easy E is yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. Is he yeah. immune? What? Is he immune? Yeah. Was he born before? I, uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going angry N-word. Lil Easy E and Daz Dillinger. His Brady? dad sure dropped that a lot. I'm going F-word. His dad uh, loved the N-word. Are you going angry or friendly? Angry. Angry. Damn it. I'll go friendly N-word. Okay. That, man, that family just spews that word. Here, Here we, we go. go. That's friendly. That's friendly. You little N words, I'll give that to you. You little you can't have Lil yeah. in front of N words and that would be mad. It's not a play school, my first Lil N word. <laughs> 
Lil an N word. That's friendly as can be. I think you, I think you're white and allowed to say that. <laughs> My Lil N word. I'm not going to try it, but no, I'm not going to give it a shot. <laughs> no, I'm smarter than that, but I'm just saying the word Lil that softens a lot. I'll call the mayor a man before I do that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My Lil Mayor. Lil. There you go. I win. Nice. Friendly N-word with... I didn't know Easy had a kid. Yeah. How about that? There you go. Uh, that's it. Uh, those are your hot releases. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ in Avondale. Simply the best barbecue in the world. Holmberg's Holmberg's Morning Sickness. All righty then. That's it. It's 10 o'clock on the dot. And we got a gusher. Brady's nose Plug just up. started bleeding. Would you say buck up? Plug up. Oh, I thought you said something else. Jeez, I got nervous. Brady got... Yeah, Brady's nose just started gushing blood. Too much cocaine. A lot of movies. Okay. A lot of movies, this means cancer. Every movie you see those guys cough into their hand and there's blood in their hand or they wipe their nose and there's Assumption. Blood. You got it. You got the, you got the western, <laughs> old west consumption, my friend. I do. So Brady's going to be doing this entertainment drill with a tissue jammed in his nostril covered in blood already. Blech. Cut at least he's not whistling, though. Yeah, that's right. It's better than that booger whistle we hear every once in a while. <laughs> I get a lot of emails about that now. I should have never pointed that out. My misophonia crew can't stop listening to Brady's booger whistles. Uh, and speaking of bleeding all over the place, you don't want to be bleeding all over the place. That's why this entertainment drill is brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. They put it out there for the silver uh, uh, sheepdogs, the older folks saying, hey, you old people out there, you got to defend yourself just in case something goofy happens to you. They had like 60 people show up to their seminar for uh, folks, older folks, 60 plus. I don't know the age exactly, but there was no, and a bunch of 70 and 75 year old people were there going, I can do this because it's not a thing about like, you know, physical ability. It's about your physical ability. What do you have as a, one of the guys had a cane and Jay's like, you, you've got all the advantages right now. You're not a victim at all. You're carrying a weapon. You got to use it like this, 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 this. And all these people came out empowered and, uh, and confident, which is awesome because that's what you want. Uh, somebody who's a little bit physically weaker with age to feel not only that they were on the news, uh, last night. I don't know if you saw Josh Ackerman on uh, Fox 10 last night talking about, uh, the lady that defended herself at the airport. Now the main principles of react defenses, defend yourself. Trained or otherwise, you, if you're fighting, you're probably going to make it. If you're breathing, you can fight. And this lady got shoved in the back of her car at the airport by some weirdo who's a former sex offender, I think, also. And he pushed her in the car and said, do you want to die today? And in her brain, she did the right thing. She didn't get scared. She probably was. She, she basically said, no, I don't want to die today. And started kicking the guy in the nuts. Perfect. Perfect. Now imagine what she could have done if she... Uh, been trained you don't get followed by a bad guy unless you kind of show them i'm not paying attention i'm a victim being aware of your surroundings is the first thing they teach and then all the other stuff comes with it then you learn how to strike you learn they had the news girl yesterday they were showing her how to get out of like if somebody tried to choke her scared enough that would work and then she did it a few times her eyes lit up and she goes this is awesome so much fun on top of the fact, you never know. That lady didn't expect to be attacked at the airport by some lunatic sex offender that just happened to be at the airport at the same time as her. You never know when the world's going to go pear-shaped. Nothing wrong with being a little bit prepared for it. It's not paranoia. It's preparation. Man, do they do a good job of helping you out. Uh, I think he told me yesterday they've got a few slots they've decided to extend open for the, the gun uh, safety seminar coming up 
and the women's self-defense seminar coming up because it filled up so fast. They're like, we can open up 10 more. We'll fill the floor a little bit more. Uh, nothing wrong with getting more people in there. So if you're interested in that, reactdefense.com is where you go. Beautiful thing. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, they got you surrounded. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Amanda Bynes is on psychiatric hold after calling 911 on herself while walking the streets of L.A. naked. Yeah. She also Where did she keep her cell phone? She must have made it home. You. There's places. Yeah. And then she dropped out of last weekend's 90s con due to an unspecified illness. Right. Random nudity her in the middle of the road. Her basically said she's off her meds. And when she goes off her meds. Her clothes come off. Yep. So he's calling That's her crazy. back. All right. All right. We've all dated that girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of tequilas in her. Next thing you know, she's on the second floor with her shirt off. Two human turds were found in an aisle next to Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. Last week at the show oh, next to okay. <laughs> Brady, I think you misread that. Two human turds named Hillary and Chelsea Clinton were in an aisle. <laughs> they were checking out Some Like It Hot at Schubert Theater on Broadway. And it may be a work, uh, might be work of a serial pooper. Because the source, the manager said it's the fourth time this has happened. Huh. So either someone is pooping in the aisle or they're just dumping poop that they've smuggled into the theater. My guess is it's the manager. F this place. Yeah, exactly. He's just, so they put it next to Hillary. And, and someone else said um, an elderly person suffered an accident. And I apologize for that. That was a goof. But I'll tell you what. Hillary's into the scat. So she would have picked that up and brought it right to you. Gwyneth Paltrow is expected to take the stand in a hit and run trial that kicks off today. Gwyneth was is accused of a colliding with a man on a ski slope in Utah. You're not allowed to do that. No, he well the guy got uh, broken ribs and a concussion. He's saying um, she did it on she purpose. Did it on purpose, yeah. She tried to. Gwyneth Paltrow tried to ramrod you on a ski slope. You think that wouldn't hurt Gwyneth Paltrow more? Says she didn't even stop. She just left him laying there. If it was anybody but a wealthy celebrity, would he still be suing? He wants three point one million. Oh. But that was thrown out and said the most you can get is 300000 you, you aim high, yep. and even the low ball seems good. Gwyneth, and uh, she's saying, no, this did not happen the way he's telling it. Yeah, I don't think Gwyneth Paltrow would juggernaut a guy on a ski slope. Enough so that she's taken the stand. Uh, right. Adam Sandler received the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor on Sunday. Immediately making the Mark Twain Prize worthless. Speakers included Conan O'Brien, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Chris Rock. Ugh. Chris Rock did say something uh, to uh, Nancy Pelosi, actually to her husband. You and I have something Paul. in common. Yeah. Because I see you out there in the yeah. crowd. Both been attacked. Yeah. <laughs> he compared his situation to Paul Pelosi's break-in. Because we got a lot in common. Okay. Did Paul get it, or is he still dizzy? Uh. Brady, shove get, that thing in there a little further. He Come was on, help getting, me out. Uh, Good Christ, that's, God, that's it's bright red. All right, that's it. We got to go. It's <laughs> this is so oh. dull. You're disgusting. No, you're done, not, nothing. You're not even human anymore. Pop, pop. Hurry up. Uh, the Offspring Simple Plan, some 41. Let the Bad Times Roll Tour is hitting the road. It'll be in uh, Phoenix. Where did I see that? There it is, August 9th. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> And Mudvayne announced birthday, their uh, psychotherapy. Seven, seven. 
Psychotherapy Sessions 2023 yeah. tour. All right. That'll be a talking stick August 16th. Sweat your balls off of that. Yeah, you will. Special guest, Cole Chamber, Guar, Nonpoint. Not Guar. Butcher Babies. Some of Guar. Yeah. Humongous is not with him. Guar never good. dies. Nah, Guar will be Yeah, they do. Not Guar. Right, Guar. <laughs> Guar. <laughs> huh? I didn't hear. What are you giving me? Well, Larry's got something to do. You guys talk about the Mudvayne show. Uh-huh. I, I, I thought, didn't you guys announce that this no. morning? No. Oh. We didn't know anything about it. Ben sent you guys emails. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't, didn't get anything. All right. So, hey, I uh, guess All what? Right. Big announcement right coming down. I just did it. Oh, you did the Mudvayne? I just oh, he's did got the Mudvayne. Oh. There you go. Oh, is that what you oh, You yeah. buzzed over it real fast. I yeah. didn't know that oh, was I thought that was part of the incentive drill. Yeah, so did I. I didn't get an email from Ben. I didn't either. He works across the hall from me. You can write a note. Mudvayne's coming down. I would put out the Ben light. <laughs> Sorry, Larry. I didn't hear the Mudvayne thing. I heard the Offspring and the other stuff, but you kind of glossed over the Mudvayne one. That was the August twenty second one where you said it was going to be hot. Yeah, yeah. Good show. August sixteenth. August sixteenth. Whatever. See, see how good we are at this. It's still going to be hot, regardless. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It's August oh, oh, at the August Pavilion. 16th. Well, that'll be beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's ten oh eight. That's it for us. Let's get the hell out of here, shall we? Larry's coming up next. He's got all the quality announcements. You got another one? Oh, don't look at it. Brady's bloody. Where is the offspring? Yeah, right. Well, did he announce the other one? What's the other one? Offspring. I just asked Richard right now. I said, "Did you give him the other one?" What's the other one? <sighs> He's got him right now. He's Breaking news. Uh, yeah. So the original lineup of the Misfits. Oh no! Oh, did you do that I, one? No, I did not. <laughs> you got it. Uh, you got to understand, he's losing a lot of blood right now. Apparently. <laughs> Feeling very faint. Uh, the original lineup of the Misfits is July 15th at Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater with AFI and Fear. Okay. So you oh, got to go to that one. That's, that's pretty Wait, great. That's the, yeah, that's the, the originals. Yeah. Holy cow. I didn't even think of that. They're going to fight. They'll never get through that. Better get the right No, water. they've been doing it. Have they? they? Yeah. They right. bounce money now. It's like, yeah, like all true. right. Let's cash in while we oh, can. Yeah. All right. Well, there Money. You go. Cash grab. Larry, cash grab. <laughs> Larry's got all of his announcements that are much better than this guy who I can't look at anymore. <laughs> go. You can go. You can go. Brady's done. Get out of here. Uh, that's it. I Larry's coming up next. No, you. just go. I'll, no. Rope, don't tampy. pull out, please. No. Nose tampy. No. <laughs> Yuck. That's it. Uh, you can email the mayor if you feel like it. <laughs> that's nice. All right. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I. <laughs> all right. I'll stay proud of KMLE 108. Uh, anyway, or don't email anybody. I don't care what you do. Al McCoy deserves better. Uh, we're done. Larry's next. You guys have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So long! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.